Guardian, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What is going on, Guardians across the, the, the solar system? It is time for Cosmodrome Radio, the podcast all about D2 and everything great about it. We are back for a brand new episode in this joint. As Tower Mom says in chat, fuck it, we ball. Um, we are going to be hanging out with you with you folks, talking about everything that we've been experiencing the past like week and a half in this game, because Bungie was just like, hey, yo, you want good stuff? We're going to give you good stuff, and we're going to talk about it. And we got a great show for you tonight, folks. Um, cause everything was been hitting hard and going ham in here. So let's talk about it. My, uh, don't forget that you can follow this podcast on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, Amazon music and audible. Like when you're reading that, 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 that brand new, uh, book on audible, don't forget that you can flip over and listen to Cosmodrome radio too. Don't forget about that. Uh, I don't know why they have it in two places. Like, I don't know why they just have it on Amazon music, but like we don't, we don't question Jeffrey. It's fine. Um, but uh, you can follow us on because you, complicated. I'm gonna say yeah, complicated. It's fine, no big deal. Um, but you can follow us on uh, Twitter at, at Cosmodrome Radio. Uh, uh, definitely check out the, the merch store shop.cosmodromeradio.com. We are premiering a brand new design that we're gonna talk about in a bit because of uh, like the, the new the new reprising raid. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna premiere on Friday when the raid drops. Like literally as we're going into the raid, we're gonna drop the shirt while me. Alcohol, like, like while, while me and uh Cajun and the rest of the squad are going into the raid, like we're gonna drop the shirt, it's gonna be insane. So, like, definitely get, get ready for that. All right, cool. My name is Panda the Paladin. You are here at twitch.tv slash Panda the Paladin while we're hanging out doing this show. To my left, we have the man who has finally left uh, like the, the horribleness of Red Lobster and has graced over to hang out with us this evening. Uh, Alchemy King, how you doing over there as your Im- image self? I'm pretty doing pretty good. I'm currently doing a three v one in trials right now, and it fucking oh dear lord. Yeah, my teammate it went AFK for like half the match. <laughs> I, I, I I I did my trials torture yesterday to get my drip. My drip is on point. Like I I have no reason to go back in there ever again. Uh, uh what the, the the dedication was hard. Okay, for the freaking drip. The dedication was hard. The dedication was very hard. It was very hard when it came to getting that shit done because your boy had to look good. Your boy had to look good. That's all we're going to say. Because finally, we, I was say, yeah, Panda got the bear helmet. Panda got the whole bear suit. Like, if you go on my Twitter right now and look at how good the bear suit looks with the no backup plans, man. Mm-mm. We looking sexy in this mug. We looking real sexy. Uh, I was like, uh, Cajun and Dan Dog are going to disappear for like two seconds while I drag Chrome over here. It's going to be like two seconds. We're going to do that. And then they're going to do uh, this. And then we're back. We're back. All right, cool. Because I needed to like have Chrome open on one screen and uh, OBS on the other screen. Now we can look, look at the log. All right, back. Cool, cool. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. Now to my right. My, uh, someone actually who is on camera that I very much enjoy. Um, man, you 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 think this man about to like like blow up the whole world like he's anger from uh like uh, uh, that one Pixar movie? But in reality, he's just dramatic, and we love him. Cajun Geek, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm freaking excited for tonight. Uh, with everything that uh, came out this week with the showcase, I, I can't wait to talk about all this stuff. And all, all I gotta say is this: last night. We were participating in the true end game of Destiny 2. 
that fashion drip. And mm. I gotta say, mm. Panda's got some style, but so I don't good. know. I think I think for day one, I'm gonna I'm gonna flex some shit. Hey, you 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 definitely had some some good stuff going on. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You definitely had some good stuff going on. But like, just just so everyone understands, I'm, I'm gonna like drop this on screen right now. This is what everyone understands because you like because I pulled it off the Twitter because not everyone likes to mess around with Elon no more. But can we just talk about how good your boy looks? Oh, right now, like oh, beautiful. <laughs> Look at your boy. You're missing a trick with the no backup plans. You should be using Ursa Furiosas. See, like, Ursa will come. Ursa has a build. It will be there for GMs. Ursa has a, 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 its time. But, like, we needed to look good for day one because we have a Synthoset build because of the new Banner of War. Hashtag Banner of War. We're going to be talking about that later. But also, we have the no backup plans. That way I can just, like, like walk in with a shotgun and start busting up Crota's face. So, like, we definitely have <laughs> multiple things going on. It's going to be great. All right, well, let me, let me go ahead and get that off screen. Let's go ahead and talk about this. Also, yeah, like, like that, that drip is clean. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, we love it. All right, cool. Then we have our special guest gracing us from from the lands of, of, of warlockdom we have dan john how are you uh i wouldn't call myself special i'm just a normal idiot who plays destiny but thank you for having me on well, why don't you explain it, what you do and how you do it and whatnot i mean half the chat is filled with my chat at the minute but i'm dan john i'm a variety streamer who plays destiny you may know mm. me for sneezing loud on some british idiots youtube channel uh <laughs> That's about it. I main Warlock. I'm a Voidlock since since birth, and this game is my favorite game. I hate anybody who says it isn't. No, it's a dead game, man. It's a dead game. Dead game, dead, dead game. game. Hundred thousand viewers on Tuesday, dead game. More, Ooh, more the... viewers in the last CS major, dead game. Bro, I had 150 people in my TikTok chat during the live. I was like, this is insanity. Like, like just people coming to see the live. It was I I, I loved it. Uh, I must say, like, like, folks, we appreciate you for being in chat. We, we, well, I'm thinking, like, if, if we have enough uh, Zavala's alive and save 14 is fucking dead, what do you mean? What? Huh? That How video aged so goddamn badly. Oh my god. <laughs> Do, do I do I want to know? Do I, do I need to do some like some? You're some, you're some... familiar with my name is Bife's YouTube series. That sounds like a you problem, Panda, right? Yes, 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 very much so. The fifth episode we did is a video called Angry Destiny Law, where we found some of the at the time stupidest theories in the Destiny community and mm. riffed on them badly. Stuff like Orcs is Wormers on Titan, uh, Zavala is uh, Zavala is saint 14 i think is another what? one uh the vex were made by clovis bray uh okay that, okay okay i, I, I can get into there that. are some weird there are some stupid theories in that video but so i swear someone in the bungee narrative department watched that video and said right bet because vex and clovis bray exos are related uh saint 14 isn't dead what what <laughs> other things have aged horribly for? like half that video has just aged terribly and i go on like a minute and a half rant about how saint 14 died in the infinite forest and there was no way for him to come back and then when it came back my twitter feed any twitch chat i went into was just <laughs> hey dan how saint 14 i'm like oh for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, as somebody who has Saint-14's emblem tattooed in my chest, I, I kind of have to laugh at that a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It uh, is aged <laughs> terribly, and I'm never making another one. Oh, I love that. 
No, but like, what if we do a drunk version of it? Like, that'd be amazing. Like, just oh, drunk God. riffing on Destiny lore. That'd be the greatest thing ever. And, and <laughs> I, got, I gotta say, you gotta give you gotta give the narrative team props that they took something like possibly got influenced by something like that yeah. and brought that and made that into reality. It's I like wish. as co- as content creators, just like, it makes you, like it makes you think about what you actually say concerning lore. Exactly. Well, the thing is, right, another part of that video is, um, sorry to cut in on you, Panda. Oh, another fine. part of that video is, like, um, oh, I forget, but, oh, yeah, um, is the, is the worm on Titan, like, um, and, like, a Le- the Leviathan on Titan the same as the thing, uh, the Callus drove? Mm-hmm. And then one of the people in it, the, the reply was, it's a fucking fish. <laughs> and then that came out in um i think it was warmind in yeah. forsaken we had the strike in the um prison of elders uh-huh. where in the grav lift there was a chance for drifter to say the seed of cabal power now rests orbiting nessus in a giant fish Oh dear! In the same cadence that the guy said, and I'm like, "That's not that. That has to be a coincidence, right?" It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. So we definitely got a good group of motherfuckers here for a great show. So I'm very excited to see how this goes. So let's dig into the nonsense that was the showcase so if you guys weren't here for that we did stream the showcase live and then the after party was me and cajun like spitting and talking about all the nonsense we like just endured with the showcase um so fellas that man i i i didn't know what i was gonna what i expected from the showcase and then bungie still went you know here's a little sauce on it and it, and it it really blew me away. Like I, the, the the only low point for me was finding out Crota was coming back, like like confirming Crota was coming back. But like in general, no no notes. Like I, I I very much was pleased with everything that I heard. Like I'm excited about what's going on. Like just like, an overall tone. I'm very pleased with what went down there. Like that there was some good surprises. Your boys getting the axe. I'm very excited about this. Like, I'm I'm very content. Now, granted, I I I I don't want everybody else to get axes. I just want my axe. Like, I'm tired of this game where like we, like if I throw an icicle lance, you get an icicle lance. No, I want my axe. And like, it shouldn't just be like we throw the axe. They should have made it the same way. They just made this brand new solar exotic, where one version of the super is I get to carry an axe and beat people with it. But the other version of the axe is I throw it. And creates the giant like like gravity gravity wave like that'd have been fine like not even make it an exotic make it two different like variants of the super and been done with it that'd have been content but you know what it's fine everyone gets an axe no big deal it's fine it's, it's totally cool I'll, I'll ask I'll ask um the the, the, the witness of a, a, a question it'll be fine no big deal. God but damn it! In, in, in terms, in terms of the, in terms of the show, and now, now warlocks, I feel like you're, you're, you're kind of like there's two different uh, camps with warlocks right now, where you're either either really excited that you're getting radiant back, or you're really pissed that self res isn't back. As as as, uh, as, as the sun singer main in D one, mm-hmm. I am so excited, like. In my Let's tweet saying that we were, go- I was going to be on the podcast. I just, I quipped that we're just going to be talking about radiance. It's the only thing that matters. Just radiance. Uh, 
I am very excited. I was streaming with um, a good friend of mine, RuneSale, uh, who you can find on Blue Sky, Twitch, and Twitter. They're a great person. Follow them. Um, and they're a, they're a healer main. Like, they main Lumina and a healing build on oh. Well. The scream they emitted when Sunsinger came, when Radiance came back, I think shattered at least six glasses in the kitchen downstairs. <laughs> that is all the selling I needed for Radiance to come back, which is that excitement. I fair enough. I'm a void main in D2, but I do like to do some soloing and rate Radiance coming back. I just cannot wait. Just scorch all of the things. It's gonna scorch be all of the things. <laughs> I do think it's a little weird that like Bungie finally like create like like finalized the trifecta of finally there there is a, there is a solar buddy. Like we we will we will gift you the solar buddy. And it's like, did you need a solar buddy? Warlocks like... are the druids of Destiny too. <laughs> we we summon things and then kill them in beautiful ways. That's fair. I didn't did know why I think I like turning your grenade into like a little bird was kind of cool though. I will say that. Did you, I'm waiting for the day that I can finally have a void soul, an arc soul, a solar soul, and a no time to explain. It's never gonna happen. Energy. It's never well, gonna happen. Well, with a new warlock exotic, you can get three or four. At that, sorry, go ahead. You get three no. or four void void souls, but you he, what he's talking about is getting one of every element and, and plus the, yeah, the, the, so the time gauntlet. If you're on void with a new with a new warlock exotic, you can retrieve your void soul. Uh huh. So you can cast it and bring it back. Then if you go into someone's arc rift, then you get an arc buddy. And then uh -huh. if you have no time, you can have three or four. You can, have, you, have, you, well, so you can have like almost every color. You just can't complete Captain Planet is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can, the you can get the infinity close. orbs are not there to be made yet. Yes. <laughs> it's very close. But I find it very funny that like you have the turret in for stasis, but you don't have like a stasis buddy that walks around with you. Like if the turret was automated, that'd be a little terrifying, like in terms of the grand scheme, scheme of things. So thankfully you don't have you don't have a, like a buddy for every variant, but this is fine. Now, for the folks that were saying that we're kind of sad that we didn't get another subclass, it, it it did feel a little weird that we didn't. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like, especially with like there was the the leak quote-unquote recently it did feel a little weird not to get a new subclass but at the same time i'm excited for what we're getting i'm really excited i'm really excited okay is is anyone just a bit upset that panda just skipped over hunters just now and didn't even talk about <laughs> what, 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 what are these hunters you speak of we don't we don't acknowledge hunters here like, like bro like, okay okay get, you cannot be serious right now. The fact that that super was so freaking clean. All I mean, right? hey, when I heard they recycled, I think I think it was the the the, the sound from the Night Stalker bow they recycled for that the Blade Singer animation. I was kind of like, eh, I'm good, thanks though. Like, I'm, I, I I didn't I didn't I'm Gucci. It's fine. Like like good for y'all. Y'all get to zip around and be crackheads. That's fine. But like I, I <laughs> like I, I I'm here for my axe. I'm here to ask people questions. I don't I don't need to worry about your hunches doing zippy zips. Like okay. I'm Gucci. Okay, look, finally, finally, my freaking hunter can be a full-on representation of my freaking ADHD freaking cracked out self. <laughs> and I'm freaking down for it. All right. That was freaking absolutely fantastic. And it's just like, I'm like, okay, give me reasons to use something that freaking Gathering Storm on Ark. Yes. 
I it's mean, like, didn't okay, y'all want a new super it, for so long, and then you finally got it? Like, y'all used to bitch so much about Ark Staff, and then they finally give you the dream super you uh, you wanted. Now you're like, I want another one. Like, like what? Like, uh, I don't well, know. I don't know. It, it feels like this new super is fi- uh, filling into the freaking whole fantasy of the, the, uh, the hunter motif. Right. And not only that, freaking... I won't lie, after seeing that and then seeing the freaking new strand aspect, which we'll talk about later, it, it's like, okay, at this point, you might as well just give us ninja running and let us be full-on freaking ninjas at this point. I mean, to be fair, they kind of gave Titans nin- uh, ninja running with, with the new, with the, str- the main strand super, so like... I'll, I'll <laughs> say about Hunters, it feels like the, the trailer kind of, or the reveal event kind of did them dirty, because they went kind of in-depth on the Titan axe. Mm, right. And they showed how yeah. it worked, how you could share the axes and stuff. With Sunsinger, they went into another great deal, like saying, I, I'm gonna keep calling it Sunsinger, I'm sorry, I'm a D1 bet. Um... <laughs> they keep going. They went to the sun singer, like how you know, um, the scorch melee split into twice as many projectiles, so the grenades, you know, do more damage. How you add scorch to your teammates with your with the hunter, it was just like, yeah, you throw your nade, you do what's world, you th- not nade, so you throw your knife, you do what's world, you can do that three times. Okay, here's the next part of the show. Yeah, As it remind the twirl reminds me a lot of Blade Dancer from D1, and That's anyone like who played. Like, Anyone who played Crucible in D1 knows how terrifying Arcblade was. So and then like, they, and they just moved it over ah, to like, like they moved it over to uh, the void and never worried about it again. Yeah. Like, now you have a staff for Arc. You don't get blades no more. That's that's a void thing. But <laughs> the thing with the Arc Super as well is it kind of adds like so hunters are like we know they're good at traversing things. We know they're good at you know m- mobility is their main stat apparently. Um, <laughs> even though it does nothing in the game. But the, you get three, depending on the range of the of the launch, you get some really good, like, mid... You get some really good mid-air, like, maneuverability off that. That's fair. Like, I can picture people using that as, say, like, I don't know, the jumping puzzle in uh, Vow of the Disciple. I know a lot of people nowadays just strand across it. I can see a lot of people you trying to see like how far they can throw their knife and like see what kind of weird places they can Ooh, get to out of bounds. That's fair. That's very fair. King's fall. Yes. <laughs> Screw you, Dickwall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I will agree that they did kind of like skip over. I think it was cuz like A they recycled the, the the sound effect from a different from a different hunter super and B that there wasn't really a whole lot they could say beyond like you zip, you zap, and you're done. Like, there wasn't really a whole lot to really behold there. Like, they could have said, oh, it, you jolt things. They didn't say that. We don't know what they're going to do, but I, I don't know. So, we'll have to wait and see. And, like, shout out to uh, Delore369 in chat, because you do, you do exist. I, I just, like, I'm a Titan Maze as the D- D1 beta. I clown on Hunters because it's fun. And, like, <laughs> I, ha- I have a vendetta ag- ag- against, like, every, like, Cade mega fan in existence, which we'll talk about in a bit. So... Like, 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 but, but, like, just, just understand that, like, you exist, but, like, it, it, I, I just, I just clown on hunters because it's fun. All right. So, from the, uh, like, from uh, the super reveal, I definitely feel like the next big thing that I was kind of fascinated by while watching this was just the, like, the fact that they were, like, the, the, the opening thing of just, hey, you're going back to the D1 tower. And it was like, 
But Bungie, we want the D1 tower back in the main world. We don't we don't want this weird thing can inside I the say, traveler. The, can I say the pale heart is taken from our memories, right? Yes. Like it's built from our memories. Is Eververse that implanted in the Guardian's <laughs> brain that she gets a fucking advert in the remake tower? <laughs> like Eververse isn't just a title. It's a promise. It's 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 a brain worm that will never leave. It's infected the light. Oh my god! The if the traveler could speak, is like, I get it. Gave me a thumbs up. I can't. I can't do this anymore, Guardian. Oh my god! I can't. I feel like I'm the only person who noticed the giant Eververse signed I, I by the postmaster. Funny. I just. Oh my god! I. It blurred out of my freaking brain when I watched it, but now that you say it, I can't fucking see it. Oh man, I, that, there that, better that. be a light version of Tess Everest inside, and you can just visit Everest it's like, from the Hi, Guardian. It's like Tess. How are you here? No, 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 never you mind. Never you mind. Like just like like want to buy some things from the Eververse? You find out, and, and like the the you know here's the best part. Here's the best part. You go over to her at the D1 Tower, and she has sparrow horns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> give me the give me oh the king's fall, fall horn again. I want to terrorize new lights with the king's fall. Horn. <laughs> like, just, like, like you, uh, the, the best part is they flat out like restrict you and say you can only use sparrow horns inside the pale heart because it's a memory. They're gone. And I'm like, that's kind of messed up, Bungie. And then the Bet. It, and uh, no, I, no, I I could totally see like the what I did see one thing on Twitter where it was like, hey, this is pulled from our from our memories, right? So we can, can we get Sparrow recently back in the Pale Heart? And I was like, <laughs> that's kind of a good idea. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So like so, so you know like like I I've been saying for a long time the D the D one tower definitely needed to come back. Like and everyone's been saying, hey, we we we've been rebuilding for a long time now. Where where's the D one tower? And man, I, I kind of have to agree. It feels a little out of pocket that they're like, "Hey, yo, here's the D1 tower now." It's a it's a little weird, I will say. But in terms of the grand scale, I love that I was right about about how Cade's coming back. That they even said he's the Virgil from Dante's Inferno, where he's a spirit guide. I called it. All you freaking crazy ass hunter mains that want to suck Cade off. Like <laughs> I, 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 I was like, like he's not back, back. He's literally just Virgil. He's gonna be here for five minutes. He's gonna say his goodbyes to Ikora and Zavala, and then he's gonna peace out. And and, and like, like the only thing you gonna have is Ace of Spades, and I ain't gonna hear nothing else from you. Like we done. We are done. <laughs> like I, I hear, you got him back five thoughts. minutes, and then we done. I have thoughts on Cade. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Cage and and you guys talk about Cade in a positive light because I'm gonna bring the mood way down. I mean, I, hey, I, I'm I right here with you, homie. I, I, I've been saying Cade fans needed to shut up for a hot minute. I've been like saying that, like, I, I like. Granted, I'm not the biggest fan of um freaking what you call it of like Crow being a thing and being the Hunter Vanguard because like I I don't I don't like Crow either way. But I was ready for a change. I was ready for like a new a new era of Destiny. And then everyone's like. Kane, where's Kane? And I'm like, bro, shut up! Like, please stop, stop! I beg of you. Like every time I'm I'm I'm, I'm in like trials or like just any kind of content, and I see Cade's flying aces or Cade's dirty aces, I'm just like, y'all y'all need to stop. You have a problem. Like, please, I I need it to stop. 
Like, it's one thing to dick ride, but like when you're when you're dick riding more than the Boondocks episode where Will I Am made a song called Dick Ride and Obama, <laughs> like, like there's a problem here. That's all I'm saying. Like, like that's all I'm gonna say to that. But you know, like Cajun, how do you feel about Cade coming back now that I've done ripped ripped him a new one? Okay, first off, before we get into that, um, are you keeping that same energy for the you know the Marsan? The Marasov's thigh gaps and the freaking. I mean, to be dudes, fair, I think Kibosi, Marasov is, you know, is, is, and all those other freaking accounts. Come on, seriously. I, keep I that mean, same I mean, no one, no one wants to hear my opinion about Marasov because I think Marasov's an abuser, and the fact that we glorify an abuser is a problem. But like, no one wants to hear my opinion about that. Oh, I have, I have a counter argument to what to you, Panda. But again, we're not going to get into that because <laughs> this podcast will just be why Marasov <laughs> is a better character now than she was in two years ago. Sorry, KJ. Oh, oh Tower said speak, oh, Panda. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> it's a war. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. So, believe it or not, uh, before we even, like, were mutuals over on TikTok, mm-hmm. we both called it. And mm-hmm. I actually had a lot of people kind of ripping me, you know, up and down over the fact that I called what I saw because it, 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 it was very obvious in the teaser that Yes, this is Cade, but it's not the Cade that we knew. This is in a different form. Right. So it made sense from a narrative sto- uh, standpoint that we were getting a guide, if you will, you know, in whatever form of afterlife or what we were seeing. And now that we know that it's the pale heart, the inside of the traveler, it makes absolute sense that this is, you know, Cade 6 is our guide, you know, to kind of help us finish the fight, if you will. Right. Um, for me, this is a perfect send-off for Cade as a character. I mean, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I enjoyed Cade. Uh, he was one of the reasons why I became a Hunter main. But at the same time, it feels like a natural thing to do. You know, like um, talk. Uh, the team was talking about the narrative um, in regards to K6. The team knew that in order for the, uh, the light and dark saga to finish, this was something that had to, like, be there. It... Because without Cade, it just didn't feel like a perfect way to end the uh, the dark, light and dark saga. So I'm glad that he's not full on returning, right? Because then it would just feel cheap, if mm. you will. Speak on it. Yep. Alchemy, do you want to give some opinions before I let Dan John cut loose? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, Dan John, how you feeling? All right. Um, I agree with what you guys have said so far. Um. I don't know. I know some people in chat because I know them personally have seen it. You have you any of you guys watched Critical Role? I'm bringing yes. D&D to a Destiny yes. podcast. Well, I am let's doing go. this. Let's go. Right. What is your opinion on Molly Mark? If you've watched Ain 2. I liked when they brought him back as a vill- like, 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 like as like um when he was in, like, like like inhabited like by somebody else. Yeah. But I I appreciate it when they let Talison play something else. Like right. de- death. I, I, as someone who comes from the realm of comic books, I get real tired of people say like saying dead is dead than dead not actually being dead. That's my big hot take. Is like dead. Like I I remember when uh Valiant Comics came back into the picture back in 2012, and their big statement was dead is dead. If we kill somebody, they're not coming back, and they were very firm on that. And I appreciated that. Like, I, I need stories to be finite. I need mm. progression to occur with characters. And, and ever since they did that reveal, it felt like 
they just sort of cut like 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 crow's progression and mm. other than the Amanda, we we ain't heard nothing from this man in two seasons like man is grieving and we ain't heard nothing from him and it, 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 it's kind of, it kind of sucks and like i said i'm not even the biggest crow fan i can give yeah. two licks i think he's emo and he's gonna go back to hot topic but like at the end of the day i appreciate the fact that we're having new stories and having new developments so I, I I get where you're where you're throwing at in term in terms of Molly Mark. Like so I'm gonna let you go ahead and cut. Well, loose. so here's the thing: I don't like Molly Mark, I, and I don't like I don't like the community's fascination with Molly Mark because I think he died in like episode thirty six. Yeah, something like so that. we had like thirty six episodes to get to know him, and to me that wasn't enough. Mm. And like we had a hundred so episodes getting used to Vox Machina and everything, we grew relationships with those guys. We didn't really have that time to grow into Molly Mark, so uh, I felt nothing of his death. Yeah, and my nine community... was a weird time period. Yeah. And, the, and the community world. dick writing, like Molly Mark in my head had one good moment, and that was bear. I, I am your god, bear of my fruits. Um, but the community dick writing for Molly Mark got so much, and I hated it. I feel the same way as Cade. I don't feel that we had enough time and enough interactions with Cade to really get to know him as a true character. Like in in Vanilla D one, he was monotone. He was a stereotypical hunter, and we did he didn't have a lot of personality. No one in Vanilla D one had a lot of personality. Forsaken, they grew him out a little bit. But they made him the comedic relief, and it was a fun way of doing it. He was an unserious character in a very serious world, and it was good. Rise of Iron, we barely heard shit from him until the reprise strikes, in which case he says Shaxx hurt, uh, Shaxx got fisted so hard by Ikora he couldn't sit down for a week. And then in D2, they just flanderized him. He, really, he they became really the stupid hunter. Well, like, one thing that I've said for a long time is that Kane is just a Deadpool knockoff to the point that when Forsaken occurred and um, his voice actor was busy, they called Deadpool in to voice him because to Nolan be fair, North has played Deadpool. But to be fair, Nolan North is a chameleon. True. That Very man true. can Very mimic true. anyone alive. Right. And also, uh, for uh, the gamer domain in chat who said, Panda, speaking of comic book deaths, Alfred is dead and has been dead for five years. That is, uh, he's not five years. It's been shorter than that. But at the same time, oh, fuck Tom King. Alfred can come back and, and shouldn't have died in the first place just to give Damien some character development. No. Fuck Tom King. But that's a whole, uh, other, that's a, that's a whole other debate. But go back to what you're saying. Yeah, but the thing with Cade, right, he need, his death was an important catalyst for the game because it brought us gr a grittier story, even though if you look back at Forsaken, the story was kind of mid-hot take. Right. Um, but it gave us a grittier story. It gave us a villain that people hated in Aldrin. Mm. And it gave us his redemption arc as being reborn as Crow. And it gave us this dilemma of, is the person you were before you were resurrected as a guardian resembling of who you are now? And we know the answer to that story now through Crow's development is no, you're a different person. But then the entire community is like, we want Cade back. We want Cade back. Cade 7, bring us Cade back. That Bungie had to put a thing into fucking Beyond Light mm -hmm. to say if we brought Cade back, he would not be the same. Exactly. To get the community to shut up. But I, I agree with I agree with Cajun. This is the perfect way to bring Cade back because he's it's a he's gonna be let's be honest the nimbus of the final shape he's gonna be the area vendor 
So yep. he can't leave the pale heart of the tower. He's going to be connected intrinsically to the final shape story. Maybe yep. they'll bring, because we're probably going to get onto episodes in the in later, but the episodes are going to be sprung from the resolutions of the final shape. Right. But if Cade is a light manifestation, he can't leave the traveler. So right. he's there. So they're going to have him be kind of a focal point, have him quip in the story, quip in the side missions, quip in the strikes. And then what? The next DLC, he's nothing again. And I think exactly. that's the perfect thing because the ta the Vanguard has moved on from Cade. Zavala mm -hmm. has been, we've had Zavala's entire story about him grieving for his wife. And then, in turn, that would have helped him grieve for Cade. Ikorus had to evolve past his, her relationship with Cade, and she's grown as a person. It's like... Uh, I think someone said it to me. It's like bringing back your ex after not thinking about them for five years. That's a great way to think about it, yeah. And, like, to be fair, I can see where Cade fans can feel robbed because of Nolan North voicing him and not Aiden Thillian and Forsaken. So it felt kind of weird with the how's your sister line coming from your ghost five minutes later. It, just, it felt kind of out of pocket. I, I, I can understand it from that argument. But at the same time, like, the, 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 like, oversaturation and the overlove that he gets. Because, truth be told, it, like, I, I know some Cade fans that are, that are like, just like, we love Ace of Spades, we love Cade, cool, he's a cool character, fine, no matter, you can like, you can like a character, hell, I have Saints freaking Emblem tattooed to my chest, but do you see me going like, oh my god, Saint 14, my whole clan Saint 14, like, 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 non-stop, no, like, it's not like that. You can like a character without being a simp. Like, just because you want, like, like, you don't have to be riding a character where you're a stand and you're going to have a freak attack over it. So, like, I, I, I totally welcome people to be excited about it. When, when the reveal happened uh, at the, at whatever, show, I forget what, what show it was. Like, the, like, they had, like, at the, I thought it was the PlayStation, the PlayStation Expo. They, like, had the reveal and people were, like, mm. like DMing me going, Panda Cade's back. I'm like, good for you. I, I, I don't really care. But, like, I, I, I support you. I think there's one way they could have brought Cade's back better, though. Okay, let's be good. So, the through the last three years, we've been told that the darkness is manifesting our fears, Guardian's fears, to work against us. You had Sophia for Zavala. You had uh, Eris's fire team. You Ooh, had Gaul for Hypel. You had Aldrin for Crow. I would have liked it if they not just brought Cade back, but they brought people that were important to us back, like NPCs that we've lost or people that we've lost to act as our... Like, those nightmares were their detriment, detriments, their fears. Mm. Like, Why they said Cade was Ikora's in the, in, the, in the Lord book, but we, didn't, we never saw that. Yeah, but what I would have liked for them to bring back, like, Cade or Amanda or... You know, like uh, like Ariana or Ooh. like Eris's fire team or like Wei Ning for Titans or like the Iron Lords or just bring back other guardians from the past to act as our inspiration, be the counterpoint to the darkness, bringing memories back for pain, have the light bring memories back for, for motivation for good. And they I could still do that. They could just be using Cade because everyone remembers Cade. Mm -hmm. But I I would have really liked to see like you know, because if you remember back in Vanilla D2, we had those memory missions where, like, 
for example, in the Storm transmission, the world's worst Welsh accent with Scotty, do not get me started. Um, but you had these memories of Guardians Pass like, telling us what it was to be those subclasses. Right. And I'd have liked, you know, I'd like... I don't think it'll happen, but I'd have liked it to happen like if just Kate comes back to remind us what it is to be a hunter, or like Amanda comes back to remind us what it is to be a person who lives in the last age. Just have these reminders of what we're fighting for and these motivations, not just Kate. I'm gonna call it right now uh, the, the, the the stinger, like the after credit stinger for Final Shape is, is gonna be the same way they did Aldrin's at the end of Forsaken. Amanda's coffin's gonna open. I put money on it right now. Well, like, come back as a guardian. Yeah, I put money on it right now. They're like, "Hey, you won! Here's Amanda." Like, I, <laughs> I put money on it because it just feels really weird. But I, I, I get what you're saying, though. I really do. Um, Cajun, do you have any response before we move on? Okay, so I get what Dan John's saying, and to be honest, and I saw this comment in the freaking chat. You know, everybody doesn't even talk. Everybody's talking about all these other characters, but no one ever talks about the speaker. I think if mm. Bungie wants to freaking oh hit, God. if Pete, if Bungie wants to hit the nail on the freaking head, we better see, like, we better hear and he, we better hear and see from characters that we've seen before in the past, like Asher yeah. Mir and other characters, including the speaker. If there's anyone that we should be seeing also in the final shape. It's a speaker. Bring back the speaker. They Let threw that the side when D2 started. Because, they, they said, F you, my guy. Because I won't lie. My girlfriend was sitting here watching me during the showcase. And when they showed that cutscene during the pre-show of our first interaction, I was after mm. the first mission and where the speaker's talking to us. That still to me is a very emotional freaking time because agreed. That's the that's the yeah. first time that you really get the sense of the scale and scope of what was destiny and what they had planned. And even now, how much that resonates now, especially with the story. Mm -hmm. yeah. We didn't know it back then, but that was literally setting the course for the entire dark, dark and light saga. Mm. And it's like, oh my God, if there's ever a time that we need to hear from the speaker again or a time to reflect on that yeah. it's got to be in the pale heart it's got to be definitely final right about that and you the thing right is bill nighy loved playing the speaker yeah. like there's stories of him crying when he delivered his last words and he liked the he liked the the role so much that he asked bungie for a mask of the speaker and they gave it to him when he left the series so wow. it's not like cool. it's not like oh he's it's not like Gina Torres where she's too busy or like, you know, when they that still gets under my skin. That's hard. That new first person game recently, and I'm like, say you, know, you look at you look at suspect Gina. <laughs> say a real suspect. Um, but like, or Nathan Fillion left because you know it coincided with Cade leaving because he was too busy with the rookie and everything. Right. Bill Nighy has a known love for this series. I'd have loved to. Like here, because let's be fair. The only words we've heard from the speaker since year one of D two is bravery inspires sacrifice, uh, devotion inspires bravery, bravery inspires well, sacrifice, 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 sacrifice leads to death. death. Hey, don't get me started. That that phrase has been driven into the fucking dirt. Um, yeah. yeah. But God, the speaker is like 
I, I know Mad said, like, the thing with bringing the speaker back is they have to reintroduce him to new lights. That's fair. But, but see, at the same time, like, I, I, my counterpoint to that is, I, 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 well, I was going to touch on this when we, when we got to it, because of uh, them, them reintroducing the, like, the Forsaken mission and the, the abridged Beyond Light and the abridged Witch Queen hmm. thing. Why didn't we get a Red War mission? Why didn't we get a Curse of Osiris mission and a Warbind mission? Like, if you would have saw the speaker die, like these new lights see the speaker go out the way he did, we wouldn't have to worry about Bill Nighy popping back up in, 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 in like in six months. We wouldn't have to worry mm. about that. The fact that we like like the, the the fact that they were like, hey yo, we're just gonna like you know how we just took Forsaken out of the game like a year ago? We're just gonna <laughs> put it back in a little bit for for the for the new lights who just who joined in the past year. And it's have like, you done the remade mission, by the way? I have not yet because I because yes, I, 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 I didn't feel like listening to Nolan North argue with himself about buttons for five minutes. I, I just didn't care. Like they I, did I, it I, very interestingly because I remember when Bungie took Forsaken out of the game, they were like, "We're taking it out because you know the last few seasons have been about Crow and his story. We don't want the new lights to be confused about like, oh, why did Crow kill Kraid and now he's loved?" They addressed that at the end of the mission, so oh. they play a cutscene saying like why Cade's death inspired us to, you know, seek vengeance. And then Ikora says, however, that's not the end of Aldrin's story. And it shows this cutscene of Glint resurrecting him. And it goes into the recent history of Crow and tells okay. us how important uh, the new identity is for Guardian. Because he says, we tried to keep his life secret, but then he it got told to him, but he's not the same person. Yeah, they put Bara Juno to work. <laughs> but uh like, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I I did it on I did it on stream the day after the showcase. And to uh, be honest, they did a really good job. And hmm. to me, this is a, like a good stepping point for a lot of uh new players coming into Destiny because it really kind of touches on the on the story. Right. As far as the Red War, and I was thinking about this the other night after we had our little talk about it. If there's ever a mission, if there's ever a mission where we need to touch on or like replay, I think everybody in this freaking channel and on this podcast is going to agree with me on this one. It's the mission in which we reconnect to the light. Agree. Yes. It should just be because one fluid thing where you do the opening where like, people can like, 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 like do that whole battle sequence. And then you go all the way through the whole thing. They do a cut scene at the farm and then you go straight into the, the, the reunited with the light. It'd be, it'd be really fluid. You could do it really, really easy. But like, and I, hell, I even said when uh, Lightfall came out, we should have had a, a, a Red War level event when Light fell. That should have been how we started Lightfall. Like, like, yeah, we had the whole like flying in space and people get cut in half and whatnot. But Lightfall should have started like how like like because like, we had like the season of Defiance where like ships were coming down and whatnot. But it wasn't like tower gone, like people enslaved. We're at the farm. Hawthorne's here. Granted, mm. I've been saying for like every podcast episode since Amanda died that like Hawthorne should have died instead of Amanda, but like no one wants to hear me on that. But it's fine. It's fine. Mm. But like, people it's wouldn't have been as impactful a death. That's fair. I, I don't know. I, I just, it, it feels really weird the way they did it. So, like, I, I just, it was very, like, because, especially because the way they like choreographed Amanda heading out the door. It was very much like, 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 why not just use Hawthorne? Like, like we haven't heard a single thing from Hawthorne besides you. You, you really like them clans, don't you, bud? And it's like, like, like we, 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 like we don't need her. 
have like have any, have, have like like get rid of Gambit and have and have uh Drifter run running clans. Like I'd do that. <laughs> the one thing I say with that though, I know we're getting wildly off topic. Yeah, it's fine. We, but... we, it's fine. Hawthorne's story was kind of done in New in Red War. Her entire story was to remind the Guardians who had lost their light. Look, it's not just you and the last city. You've got these hundreds of thousands of people who have also been uprooted. Right. You don't right. need to just take care of the Guardians. You need to take care of them as well. Which and is fair, there was yeah. also you had that sequence just before the final mission where you have the cutscene of the of uh, the citizens of the last city and the former guardians without their light working together, yeah. knowing that you know one stray bullet could wipe them out, but mm -hmm. they work together and they succeed in their mission. And that's like that is the culmination of Hawthorne's so story, showing the guardians and the people of the city can work together. Right, but they. Did she need to be a vendor? That's yeah. the thing with me. And, and plus, my counter with that is like, your whole thing there is Devrim's still here. We use Endeavorum. True. Why, why can't we use Hawthorne? Like, like recast her if need be. Like Hawthorne's just sit in the tower with her bird. Like we put or like if you if you blow up the EDZ, make Devrim be the new clan person. Like he's just sitting there selling us crap. Like he ain't doing nothing important. Mm. He, like it's not like with Shaw Hog where he actually has a job. Like never made do with nothing, <laughs> so it just I don't know. It's weird. But so, uh, speaking speaking of plan of vendors, I have a platform. Bungie, please give us anything to do with failsafe. Anything been, I, to do with failsafe. So long. Benji been, is my saying. favorite character in this game. Unironically, she has been <laughs> sat on her own in a fucking decrepit ship since year one. Like Captain? we have friendly vets now. We have hints to Siva in the lore. Wrath is probably coming back next year. We just give me anything to do with failsafe, please. We have the technology now to put artificial intelligence in of exo frames. Give us her as an exo, please. Makes make make put her in a vex body and let her run clans. Kill Hawthorne. <laughs> okay, thank you. Failsafe thank you. 2024. You just said you just said what I was thinking too. Failsafe 2024. Like, Let's go. If there if there's anyone to ever replace Hawthorne in a tower, it's yes. Failsafe. Give us failsafe. Yeah. Put her in a little box. Just put her a little box up on the ledge and be like Hi, Commander. Like, let's just do that. Be done with it. Like, <laughs> but, but you yeah, know, that, that I, I definitely feel what you're saying there. Yeah, failsafe needs love, bad, real bad. Failsafe needs mad love. She's done nothing for seven years. -ish. So, Six. subjugators. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> while I'm a little excited about this because I enjoy new like, 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 like disciple esque characters. I've been asking for a like base disciple race for a long time now, and they're really dancing around it. Like, we need grunts. We need grunts that aren't just taken and, and scored by Bungie. Those pyramid ships need to be filled with something besides Shadow Cabal scored and taken. We need a grunt class. We need something that's just fodder for the darkness people like if, if, if i roll onto a pyramid ship i shouldn't see no shadow cabal i shouldn't see no take it i shouldn't see no score i should see tormentors subjugators and then like like little grunt motherfuckers like like, like the small little like 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 little rolks running around trying to beat my ass like that, that's, that's what it should be just tank size like rolks from borderlands 3 <laughs> literally just running, out just running around like like literally like, like 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 have them do the same thrall run and just be little like shadow rolks like little little like things 
Like they have a little tiny glaive as well. Right. Like, like, like just do something. I've been asking for a new race in this game for so long. And they're like, what if we give you zombie elixir? No. What, 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 what if we give you a different color of cabal? No. Like I need I something think I've new. Killed, I think I've killed Cajun with a tink sized Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I can see them! I can see them! And the best part is... Come back here, Guardian! <laughs> you just feel a pinprick in your kneecaps, just like... Bang. Just explode with dragonfly rounds? <laughs> Oh, 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 uh, Nelly just said in the TikTok chat, what if we shatter the witness's head and then we fight his entire race in their base form? That'd be kind of wicked. That'd be kind of wicked. That'd be kind of wicked. I'm not going to lie. Um, but you know, I, I just like, now, now I, I will say, Bungie, if these subjugators suspend me longer than three seconds, I got beef because you, <laughs> because you nerfed my suspense. <laughs> we all have beef. I swear to God, like because you want to nerf my suspend. Their suspend not better than my suspend. That's all I'm saying. Like you disrespected me, but it's fine. It's fine. No big deal. But how we feel about subjugators? How can be how you feeling? I honestly think it's gonna be a nice addition because it's gonna have us play more in. To dealing with the strand debuffs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I'm about to say, I think the stasis one's gonna be cool. Bungie, can stasis get some love, please? Like I'm tired oh, of stasis God. just sitting in the corner and being the Jam Brady of the of the Destiny franchise. Can stasis get some seriously. love, please? I need like, it. I like, the only like, one out. I don't like stasis. Personally, right. I I have a I'm that's I have a whole story and backstory for my guardian, and I have written fan fiction for my guardian. I hate the idea of her using stasis. I don't like the idea of us using darkness powers. I the the story I have for my obviously it's different from canon. The story in canon is what we play in the game, right? But I don't. I would have loved to have seen the the story of like the light is enough. To defeat the darkness. I'd have loved that story. I mean, don't get me wrong. Strand, hella fun. I love playing Strand. You just I like just certain colors over others is what I'm hearing. I just <laughs> never... I was really excited for Shadebinder. Being a wizard with a staff? Fuck yes. But I just never gelled with Stasis. I don't... I didn't like how it was presented in the story. Where it became you know, our last resort, and it was the only thing we could do to defeat Aramis. Mm -hmm. And then... I love the story between Elsie and Anna. Right. But the quests were fucking awful. We just fixed that, though. We just fixed that. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But we it didn't it. fix it for me. I played Beyond Light. I had to get 50 Same. stasis kills in Gambit. <laughs> Same. Hey, Same. Don't, hey, don't feel bad. I endured all that crap, okay? I yeah, only same. did it for my freaking hunter back in Beyond Light, and then I just recently got back just before Lightfall. Guess yeah. who grinded out two freaking characters worth of freaking stasis I am crap? so only, sorry. Only for two seasons later for them to say, oh, guess what? We're going to make it easier. 
Timing, oh. Bungie! Timing! Come on! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I took so much advantage of the just buy it from LC on Tuesday. I now have stress on all three characters. Am I gonna use it? Am I, I fucked? I mean, but man, I have no, it, honestly, now? It, it just feels like you'd rather be Spider-Man than Iceman in my chat, though. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> that's all I'm hearing right now is I like Spider-Man comics over X-Man comics is what I'm hearing right now. I like, mean, if I liked comics, that would be true, but... <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So the, the showcase definitely leaves some interesting things in terms of like the fact, one thing that I wanted to touch on is I, I'm very interested in the fact that this is the first time Bungie is saying the world is going to be linear from the jump. And then once you defeat the witness, they're going to expand it. I really am intrigued by that. But Bungie, I will say one thing. If you do this, you better add fast travel points. campaign. Yes. I'm getting yeah. tired of you not adding fast travel points and then having to patch them in later beyond light. Like, I, 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 I need you to actually care about my feet, Bungie. My sparrow can only go so fast, Bungie. I'm just saying. So, it is definitely a, uh, a good... Okay, first of all, let me say, it's definitely a different approach for Bungie to do this. Whereas, we're so used to having this destination and then all these off these offshoots on the mm. side being where the missions are and whatnot. Whereas this time we're going to get a linear campaign where right. it's literally going to take us through this whole journey up to the freaking monolith in the pale heart. And then after the campaign, we're going to get that full unlock. You know, we're going to mm. see that full experience of the pale heart in the open world that we're very used to in all these other campaigns. Now, this is where, um, Thinking upon upon this, you know, so you know, Fanta, we've had these discussions about, you know, right. the game dev and stuff. I'm wondering if this is a way for them to kind of shrink the size of, you know, DLC potentially in the fu uh, future. Um, hmm. And at the same, while at the same time, still giving the experience that we're used to with all these destinations. Interesting. Mm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how they play this. But at the same time, I feel like the, the linear experience is gonna give us the full on fleshed out experience that we want from an uh, a campaign mm. that Fair we're enough. not that we're not that we wouldn't get if we had that open destination and the missions here, there, and everywhere. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. I think yeah. the one thing that I'm looking forward to is one thing that that Blackburn said, where it's like, hey, yo, there's no, like, do this quest here, go do something else over here, unlike a subclass here. No, no, it's, you, you got the witness, go fight the witness. I, I've been waiting for something like that for a hot minute, where it's just, mm. you have a goal, go do it. And I, I've been waiting for that. I'm really excited about that. We have a one-track mind. We're going to go do the one-track thing and get this over with. I really like that. And it, it, it really intrigues me. They're like, they're like, hey, the, the further you go into the Pale Heart, the weirder it's going to get. I'm like, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I like that. But, like uh, Cajun, I'll counterpoint your, um, the thing about them shrinking the destinations. I've, I've said this in the Twitch chat the last couple of uh, episodes of the podcast I've been able to catch. Bungie over the last few weeks and months have told us they're only interested in doing things that they think the community will appreciate or or uh positively receive 
they've said that with Gambit, they said that with Goosebumps maps, they said that with fashion, you know, there's all these things you guys have talked about to death the last couple of weeks, I'm not going to retread ground. Right. I have a feeling they're kind of doing the same with the Pale Heart, because if you think, the last couple of Destination Zones have all been a three-location system where you have the main spawn and some ans- and some extra locations, right? Right. Yeah. If you think, when was the last time you went to Reese's Reborn Approach? Uh, when was the last time you went to the area of, I forget what the actual area is called, but you know the starting area of the Lightblade Strike in Patrol? When was the last time anybody went there? Yeah. They're taking out these areas that people if it's a lin- if it is just a straight arrow with very little offshoots apart from lost sectors, there it's another thing of thank you, Salami, Queens Bailey. Um, but it's another thing of Bungie putting that effort into things that people are going to enjoy and they're going to actually use and do. I'm gonna counter that. Ha- I'm gonna counter that though. Go on. The one thing that everyone's been asking for for a hot minute that Bungie's been sort of dropping the ball on. Is dreaming city level like 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 like, like uh, destinations where you can just be doing it like doing a bounty one day and you fall through a portal and you're in a whole new area with new things a chest like some taking a fight like people have been wanting that kind of system for destinations mm. for a long time but if you look at like Europa the throne world and even Neo Buddha ne- people thought Neo Buddha was gonna be huge Neo Buddha is base. Like, it is, like, very, like, yeah, there's some skyscrapers, but you can drive around the whole thing in, like, 10 minutes. Like, yeah. people people thought Neo Buddha was going to be, like, like, like Spider-Man PS4 New York big. They were expecting, like, like that whole thing where you, like, where you jump out of a skyscraper and you, like, grapple and whatnot. People thought that was going to be the norm. And then it wasn't. It, it was but very I much think a that is yeah. very much an issue with presentation and marketing, because all the marketing yeah. material had That's Guardians fair. swinging through, uh, had Guardians swinging around the skyscrapers. All of the marketing material had a swinging with Strand. There was yeah. nothing on the ground. So it built up that perception that it was going to be a much larger area. We'd have to use Strand to navigate it. We don't see that with the Pale Heart. They're yeah. very much... like They're obviously keeping a lot of cards close to their chest. They want us to explore the area. They want us to see how it involves. But we saw the D1 Tower... We saw a place that was very reminiscent of the last city. We saw a place that was kind of reminiscent, in my opinion, to the Dreaming City with the we trees saw part and of the, the Cosmodrome, <laughs> a little bit of Cosmodrome, and there was the area with the big heads, the the lots of bones, and a giant ghost. Like yes, the giant ghost. That's all freaky. we've seen so far, and they've kept us very grounded, and they've sent used that sense of scale. So I think we're not going to have that much of an issue with the pale heart like you said with the people expecting different things from location right. because they're really focusing on different things with the pale heart they're they're ex- telling us to expect different things i don't think it's going to be a, a a different a problem with that but i bet you they are probably going to be adding portals and stuff to be a way of getting from like Location right. two to location eight r- quicker than just driving through it all. Sure, but what I, I was, would what not I was, be what surprised that though. Yeah, and like what I, what I was going to hit that though is look what happened with, with Shadow Throne. Bungie had never did a dungeon before, but mm. people happened upon it. 
it was it mm. was by accident. That's what I mean about about the Dreaming City. Where like that 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 world is so immersive and huge. Where like yeah, it has one fast travel point, but the difference of scale in terms like they very much went Dark Souls with the Dreaming City in terms in, 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 instead of like with uh, Neo Muda and Witch Queen and, and Beyond Light, they went sort of like Dark Souls three ish, where it's very linear. You have specific zones you go to. Versus with the Dreaming City, you go here, here, that way, this way. Like to this day, there's still like websites that track the ascended challenges and tell you where the ascended challenges are mm. because of how diverse and how huge that world is. Versus with the Throw World, you ain't going to the Queen's Bailey no more. You ain't got no reason mm. to. Like you went there for the Glaive missions, and, and you went there for the uh, for, for the for the Worm mission, but you ain't going back there. Like you, like you have no, like to this day, there is no reason to go talk to Finch unless you really need yourself the weapons. There is no reason to go talk to Finch ever again. Like same thing with uh, Europa. I, and I, I, I even was talking to uh, Zayo Cyrus on uh, Twitter this past week about it, where he was talking about that Coriolis Force, the fusion rifle from Beyond Light, needs a buff. I was saying. F that, nerf, buff all those weapons. Rework all of those weapons from Beyond Light because yep. the, the weapons from Beyond Light, <clears throat> excuse me, were the biggest pain point for a lot of people because they went, hey, yo, we're going to take all your weapons, all your weapons, we're, we're, we're sunsetting all your stuff, and then we're going to give you like dollar store weapons in Beyond Light. I can't Deal even name it. any of them from Beyond Light. I'm gonna be completely well, honest well, here. Because like, yeah, like, like, like that's that's a problem. It's like like those weapons are hardly used for the longest time. The only solar auto rifle in the game was the one from Beyond Light, and it still has horrible perks. Like, mm. like unless you went and got Summoner, you had no solar auto rifle until Ambit came out. And that was a problem. Like the the fact that those weapons are so bad, they need to be reissued and give you a reason to go do that. Like the only like, like the only reason anyone even looked sideways at the Beyond Light weapons recently was because True Vanguard made a video about the about the sidearm. Otherwise, there's been no reason to even go near those weapons for the past uh, two years. Mm. So, like 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 Beyond Light as a whole. It sort of it sort of falls in the same way, the same vein as Dreaming City, where there's a couple pockets here and there. But look at the dynamic weather system. We ain't seen not a hair of that dynamic weather system since Beyond Light came out. And mm. it's like, are we gonna get dynamic weather in the Pale Heart? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't think so it's a, just going off of the location thing. I'd like to throw a spanner and a hot take Ooh. after the full final shape i don't want another location for the next two dlcs Ooh! i want them to use what they have or expand on where we are because if you look at the taken king i'm going to use the taken king because i'm running a couple of friends of mine through it recently okay if you look at the taken king yes they gave us the dreadnought Right. Dreadnought, huge location. Everyone loves the dreadnought but if you look at the missions right you have the one-off mission on phobos you then go back to Earth and they expand on the Cosmodrome. You then go to the... Um, I forgot the name of it. I just said it. The Dreadnought twice. You visit the Dreadnought for the first time to set up the patrol space. Then you find out you're not ascending. You can't go through the portal. After that, you go back to Earth to grab Rasputin, go to an area of Rasputin we had never gone before to get the, the cloaking device. Right. Then we go into Crota's End, a place that we hadn't been to as a mission before. 
-hmm. And then we go back to the Dreadnought. Uh, Rise of Iron, yes, they gave, like, all the other DLCs since, they have given us a new location with each place. But the thing is, the more locations that are in the game now, the less important they are. And I feel, I feel like you just have a really big boner for Nessus, and you want Nessus to be a no, thing. No, it's not <laughs> Nessus that I have the thing with. It's the EDZ. Oh, okay. Because okay. if you remember, in Curse of Osiris, there's that area in the EDZ where we find Sagira. Yeah. Where you find her shell. You can't access that area anymore. You can't. You're right. And there's not just that area. There's another the area near stuff. there. There's the yeah. Black Armory areas. There's a pass-through area in that direction towards Sagira where we can't visit anymore again. But there was like a beach and there was a uh, an overpass there and it was a really beautiful location. Hell, there's that area in the tank mission from Red War that we randomly went into during Season of Defiance this past, when, yes. when, when, when Amanda died. Yep. I was like, yeah. damn, I ain't been here in a minute. <laughs> But then, okay, I'm going to hit the Nessus drum again. You've got all the ancillary areas of Nessus. You've got the Nessus yep. core that we only go into for the for the battlegrounds. And we went there for the for the forge missions. And then you've uh, got, if they want, they could bring back, well, I say bring back, but like you can have a mission on Mars. You've got areas of the moonlight. We haven't can gone we go to back the to Mars, please. Like, I, I, I hate that the only way we go back to Mars now is a mission. It makes yeah. me so upset. Like I want well, like, Mars back. So, I want Matt, like like freaking the one like public public event event back so bad. Like escalation protocol. Yes, I want that oh, so bad, man. God, like that would be the great. Like they, they go, hey, here's Mars back because that like Mars is the one destination. Like, like like cool. We don't have Titan. We don't have uh like Venus. That's fine. Hmm. But the fact that the the fact that the throne world. And the Enclave is on Mars, but we can't go to Mars is so yeah. agonizingly frustrating. Like, I just want to go play Escalation Protocol. And then you want to, like, tease us with it w w during the mission where it's like, the Hive are sending an ogre. I want to go get, <laughs> I want to go fight ogres, dang it. Like, like well, let me have it. But I get what you're saying, though. But the, but the thing is, like, I want them to use these areas more because they've got all these nooks and crannies that we haven't visited for years. That they could put missions into. Like, I don't know if y'all who have played Taken King remember. In the Taken War Mars quest, the oh. final mission of that takes us to the Black Garden. Yep. Where we fight a yeah. shade of Oryx there. The only reason we go to the Black Garden is because when Bungie were building Mars, they happened to just put the map for the Black Garden on the other side of a wall in Freehold Station. Mm -hmm. if you go out of bounds in freehold you can go into the black garden so Bungie are like right we'll use this we'll knock the wall down oh the taken of tether the black garden to mars like you can do that stuff with other locations as well knock down walls make new areas i i just want reasons to oh that's a moth hello savathun um sorry there's yeah. a moth in my office uh but i want They've got all these areas that, like, if we're telling stories about the ramifications now in the future of what happens in the final shape, and, like, I, again, we're probably going to be talking about, like, episodes of what we think of the future. One right, of them, yeah. I think, is about Dark Guardians, if you look at the uh, the first one, which I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Echoes. Yeah. They're not going to give us a new location for Echoes. There's Guardians all over the system. We're going to go all over the system. Let's use these areas... 
that Bungie put all this effort into, but then are just discarded when the new DLC comes out. Yeah. Heck, yeah. even recently with Season of the Deep, it felt like when we went into the Arcology, did anyone else notice that the Arcology during the uh, the one missions feels like like like, like it's, it's a play set of the Arcology rather than being the actual Arcology? It feels like shrunk down a little bit. Like it feels it feel very weird. Like when you're doing the one six six man activity, it felt like we the archaeology was different parts down. of the archaeology that we were in in patrol. Like we were on the other side of the archaeology. Okay, it just yeah. like, it felt real weird. Like like almost like we were in a play set rather than being in the action. Like it didn't feel like we were back in Savathun's song. It felt like mm. we were we were in like a. Like, 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 like a different version of everything. It, like, like, almost like it was shrunk down. Yeah. That's the problem I have with, with the Cosmodrome now, where if you look at, if you like compare the Cosmodrome to D, from D1 to D2, the Cosmodrome in D1 feels so much more expansive, so much more detailed. You go there in D2, it doesn't feel like that sometimes. It, it, it was very weird. Like how something's translated over from the, to, the, to, the, to the new engine feel very like shrunk down and not as detailed, if that makes sense. But yeah, no, let, let's go ahead and dive into into, into the uh, the new system. So, Bungie uh, said straight up, "Hey, when, when, when the new expansion comes out, we're not doing seasons anymore. We're gonna try episodes. Episodes are gonna be this brand new concept. There's gonna be three per year. They're gonna be spaced out the entire like, like, like through the entire like year with different systems. And there's gonna be two hundred ranks for for the for each battle pass." Because they're gonna like because that what there's gonna be there's gonna be a longer system going on, and they're gonna be a new way to do narratives. They're gonna be different blocks. But what I'm really concerned about is while I'm really excited for like bigger seasons and bigger like like like, like chunks of time and bigger like like content, I'm a little worried that Bungie didn't tell us what the price was. Felt so, little so, suspicious. So, so at this time. You know, we we talked about this the other night, and this yeah. is my honest belief. Um, if Bungie raises the price higher than what they've just set the seasons to, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Now, granted, Final Shape is currently right now the same price as Lightfall, both for the regular as right. well as for the deluxe edition. Mm. So, now, for those being concerned that we're going from four seasons to uh, three episodes, if you didn't watch the uh, post uh, Q&A show, Dan, the general manager of Bungie, stated episodes are a natural evolution of the seasonal model. Dan acknowledged that they did not hit the consistency that they wanted with seasons. This is once again Bungie acknowledging that they did not do or work, did not achieve what they wanted to with the seasons. Okay. So they're... Going to episodes as a means of holding themselves accountable, number one. Number two, delivering the content in a way that it's going to be able to be consistent and to the quality quality mm -hmm. that they want it to deliver to the players. And they stated that it will hit differently, allow to throw some curveballs and to, quote, get weird. Now, each episode is going to be uh, divided into six acts uh, okay. during the episode. And that basically what this is going to boil down to is that you're going to get your initial 100. You're going to get some quests, some missions, all this, some of the stuff that we're used to in a standard season. But then in the next six weeks, we're going to get, or sorry, three acts. Thank you, Tower Mom. And then in the next act, we're going to get more ranks. We're going to get more content, more story. 
And then in the last act, we're going to get that culmination of everything and then the final set of ranks, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, and that each of these acts is going to be six weeks. So this is going to come out to a, uh, 18 weeks mm. for an episode versus the 12 weeks that's currently in the seasonal model. So based upon everything that I'm seeing so far and what I've been, like I said, this is my assumption. Mm. I don't suspect that Bungie's going to raise the price. Each one's going to be $20. I'm going to tell you that right now. I think each one's going to be $20. Because, dude, no. if it, okay, I'm going to tell you right now. If it's $20 at that point, I will I will then at that point concede to every individual that comes into my fucking comments and into my damn uh, streams and says that Bungie charges too much for content. At that point, yes. If it is $20 yeah. an act, at that point, yes, you are correct. And at I will, that point, not not per act, freaking per, per, per episode. Each episode, if it's not 15, I, I'm going to say 15 is the, is the minimum. Because I, I can see them going, hey, we already give you the $15 bundle. Each episode is going to be $15. Because they're How just, much is a standalone season now? 12 U, uh, USD. It w- originally was 10 USD before uh, last season. But it's now 12 USD. Yeah, okay. So what I'm okay. saying is like, hey, if their justification is this is like these these episodes are going to be larger than seasons, cool, fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. I can see that because they're going to say a inflation and b it's bigger than a season. I have a really bad feeling they're going to be like fifteen dollars, twenty dollars because it, 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 that that that's going to be their, their justification of it's larger content. We're giving you more ranks. We're giving you more of this and that yada yada. And then I'm I'm gonna be like. I'm glad I, I bought the annual think, pass because I, I ain't paying that so bucks. So, okay, so real quick, I see the regulars comment, and I want to kind of deep dive on that real quick because they cost fifteen I, because you can't buy twelve. So, yep. And I, in, in any case, I know what you, I know what you're gonna say. You, like, you, you have yeah. this this great pitch, this great marketing pitch that like, like, like you're a bungee salesman. No, you're walking, no, you're, no. Walking, you're, you're, you're walking, you're walking the vacuum I, cleaner. I, I no, I, I don't sales pitch this. I, I know, explain I, I know. this that it is. If you don't do the if you don't do the annual pass with the freaking lightfall and you buy out the seasons, right? Mm. If you buy that bundle, let's say four, uh, three seasons and you don't touch that silver, yes, the fourth one, the fourth season, you essentially pays for itself. Yep. Mm. Now, as you pointed out, and I agree wholeheartedly, that is also a freaking nice little teaser. Just it's bait, right? That yeah. extra free silver. Okay, but it's 500 silver. What can you really get for 500 silver on the Eververse Sword? Not uh, a lot. Ghost couple, projections. You, 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 get, you get a finisher. You get a ghost projection. Uh, some of the ships are $500. Uh, you can, not you, the you can good some, ones, though. Not the not good the ones, ones that but that, that, buy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, yeah, pretty much you're having to hope and pray that the one that you want goes on sale. Right. So like, but, the, the, there's some things that are worth $500. Like, it, it very much is bait. But also take a look at the price point of the annual pass. Okay, it's a hundred dollars. Or sorry, the annual pass with the game. It's a hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. so if you take four seasons, that's freaking sorry, quick right? That's forty eight dollars. Okay, so that leaves two dollars. So that means that they're selling the quote unquote dungeon pass. Don't even get me started on that. Uh, freaking. Which by the way, you get both. You get both. Oh, the freaking dungeon passes in there. Plus the seasons. Plus the seasons. So it literally is the freaking most cost-effective way to go about it. Yeah. Now, 
if they were to change that whole model in uh, final shape and go to $15 at that point, it would be a significant, it would be like slightly less, but at the same time, it would be majorly impactful to the community as a whole. Right. I don't see Bungie doing it. And to be honest, if it, if it goes higher than 12, yeah, absolutely. Freaking vote with your wallet. Yeah. I will concur at that point. I can understand. I would understand them raising the price to 15 bucks because the community has said there is no direct way to buy the seasons with silver. You have to get the bundles. Right. The bundles are still a decent deal. Shoot me. Um, but, 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 but you can find out saying like, hey, yo, you, 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 you bad about the bundle? Fine. Episode, episode, uh, the episode's 15 bucks. Flat but out. The thing was, we're getting 33% more content per episode than with right. the seasons we're getting more story missions we're getting more uh ornaments we're getting more season pass levels more weapons more things to do we're getting a third more season per season right so to me paying a quarter more in like three bucks if you buy the season by itself is fine because i mean i remember in d1 when the dark below was 20 bucks the dark mm. below was not worth twenty bucks. It really was. Yeah. It was three story missions, two strikes, and a raid, and yeah. sunsetting. That twenty bucks? No yeah. seasons nowadays at twelve dollars. Quote me on this: is one of the best deals in gaming. Okay, thank you. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Because okay. there are very few companies that put out the narrative content, the loot content, the pursuit content the updates just there is so much that's packed in a season a lot of game developers EA, would probably <laughs> sell a season as a game yeah and all that's of that content within a that, game they'd sell fair. for 60 bucks that's very fair yeah okay and, okay and a lot of people on twitter i've i know some people who have posted a couple of weeks ago when the microtransaction was going mad <laughs> in the community people were saying oh destiny costs 200 dollars to get into no uh, it, i mean firstly I mean, to, to buy the, everything it does well yeah not at the minute it's 78 bucks but, but, but let's not factor right, in steam, let's not factor in steam and, P and, play, and playstation and xbox sales right now yeah. if, if, if we are not dealing with a sale because i i had to deal with this recently when i when i, when I got mm. back into, into pc when I, when I went to pc gaming i i like if, if i wouldn't have found discounts i would have had to pay like about 200 and some change for the armory pack which i have forsaken in uh whatchamacallit mm. in it I, like the the legacy pack, which has Shadow Key, Beyond Light, which we did it, and then the, if I wanted the annual pass and Lightfall again, another like hundred dollars. The whole the whole thing would have cost me about about two hundred dollars and some change. So hmm. flat out, and on, and, and on top of that, if you walk into the Steam store right now, it, you you have Legacy Collection, Armory Collection, uh, Lightfall. Uh, now they have file shape pre order. Beyond Light, Shadow Key, Witch Queen, yeah. 30th Anniversary, Forsaken, all stacked up on top of each other. And on Steam, it says $418 USD, which, if you're a brand new player coming in, looks very sus. It looks very confusing. Yeah. Like, what do we do? What do we buy? I have to go watch a YouTube video to figure it out because Bungie yeah. won't like, explain it. it like, that, that's, that's what the, the major argument was for a lot of people was, but Bungie doesn't make it very clear 
of what the heck we need to buy. Granted, when you load up the game, they give you 50 different freaking pop-ups, but they don't yeah. tell you what specifically is needed right this second. So I will give them the, the, the credit there, but yeah. like, but in terms but, but in terms of the grand scale with the seasons, I will agree with you that Bungie could be a lot worse, like EA or something. They like can that. be so much worse. Oh, they, that's right. what people don't realize. Yeah, like they just need they, a little bit of organizational skills. Like somebody needs to come in and give Bungie a trapper keeper, is what I'm hearing from from a lot of people in, in the grand scheme of things. And see, this is where I will say, Bungie, you need to go take a look at freaking Square Enix and Ooh. Business Unit Three. And how they manage Final Fantasy XIV's content, okay, especially as they as they get prepared for the next expansion, okay, because right. all they do is they take their current expansion, slap it into the freaking uh the complete edition, and mm-hmm. that's it. One bundle right there, you get freaking base game, all the content up until the new expansion, right. sixty mm-hmm. bucks. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Honestly, that's what Bungie should be doing with the freaking Legacy Collection. Take yeah. a freaking Armory Pack, shove it in there. Because let's be honest, it. I'm going to say this with my full-on chest. At this point in time, the Forsaken Pack and the Army Pack is not worth the $25 it's not. retail. Slap that into Legacy yeah. Collection at this point. I will say the 30th freaking- anniversary on launch was about like, tw- like 15 20 bucks, but now it's like... Uh, when it was yeah, the it- newest content, yeah, it was worth it. But now it's like... Let, ask yourself, when was the last time you went to gra- into Des of Eternity and it wasn't for light level? Uh, well, just this past weekend because I'm still uh, grinding red borders. I, 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 fair I, enough. RNG yeah, yeah, kicks me in the nuts. Yeah. Fair enough. You kind of have to go with it for that. So, like, there, yeah. there's, a couple, there's a couple of random times where if you're helping new lights, you got to go deal with that kind of situation, which makes fair. sense. Fair enough. Yeah. So, I, like, I personally yeah. haven't touched that content, and a lot of people that I play with haven't touched that content in a while. But fair, fair, I'll hold my hands up. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So, like, but you know, like, so Bungie definitely has some, like, some, like, some th- th- things to work on. But in terms of concept, I think I think episodes are a great thing. Now, let us touch into the season of the witch. Yeah. Because man, oh man, oh man, it's a good time to be a Destiny player. Okay, Okay. Season of the Witch, a.k.a. Season of the Balls, a.k.a. Season of (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! I mean, whatever freaking name you want to go for it, I mean, it's pretty much... Look, (sighs) the memes aside, this is absolutely freaking fantastic for a season. Right, this season is kicked off... We've only had one week! The the only flaw with this season, in my opinion, is the loot's kind of lacking. Otherwise, great public, like, 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 great event great uh like like, like like a great horde mode this is the be- i will say it this is the best horde mode bungie has ever rolled out like it shits on menagerie don't at me i, I agree it I does agree. it, it does. does it, it because it, it gives you player choice it lets you stay in there it does like the, the only problem where the altars is a problem is when you're stuck in there with randoms otherwise it's the greatest yeah. time you could possibly have i i, I guarantee it yeah because it lets you test builds it lets you mm. go ham there's different tiers and like it's the closest we've it's like blind well on crack and i love it mm. okay. i've mainly sorry cajun you go no no, no, no over go you ahead, too much <laughs> okay um i've mainly done it with a with a three stack um mm. of people who Lucky. are really good and one of them has been maining Banner of War. It's been glorious anytime you We're going to talk about that in a second. Anytime that you get Banner of War plus the heavy ammo gen card, it is the easiest thing I've ever played, but I'll get on to that. Um, 
so my experience has been mostly three stacking with doing the tier threes. Fuck Shriekas. <laughs> Fuck them oh to hell. Oh my god. <laughs> the arc the arc crystals has I think I counted if you kill them and let them respawn, there's 12 shriekers in that entire fight. <laughs> it is pain. Even my rocket launcher behind cover, not giving a shit. <laughs> oh, I've been using Gra Graviton's good on the red bars. But That's there's fair. another one that has shriekers. I think it's the void crystals. I think so, yeah. That has orange bar shriekers. Yeah, if you fuck man. regular shriekers, orange bar shriekers can get dug in a pit so far to hell, Eon Musk is praying to them in the morning. Oh, like, damn. fuck orange damn. bar shriekers. <laughs> okay, but, 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 but you know, I, I think the altars is great. Yeah. Um, the, the, I, I will say though, I think similar to Season of the Deep and Season of Defiance, I, I, I hate that I'm speaking this into fruition. Um, the engram drop rate is kind of insanity, especially mm. when like the loot is lacking because the, the past two seasons, the activities are great, but the loot is lacking. That's the biggest problem that Bungie has right now is that they, they're, they're killing it with activities. Yeah. But the loot is lacking. Like, if, if you want my hot take when it comes to this season, this season should have had, like, Season of the Haunted level reprisal of, of weapons kind of come in. Like, granted, we're getting um, new weapons in next week because of Crota, but in terms of the grand scheme, like, that whole focusing page should have been, like, doubled or tripled with just, like, new concepts, new weapons, new things. Like, we just got a brand new hand cannon subfamily. Where's the hive dual shot yeah. hand cannon? Like, there there should have been so many different ideas in this thing and it's like where, where are the new ideas where are the cool but things the going one, on here the one thing i'll say to you on that loot point panda is that when bungie did with every drop just increase the the floor for the quality of weapons and the quality of the of the perks that ended up with us getting sunsetting and bungie Fair. know how much the community hate sunsetting so right. they're very cautious about l raising that bottom floor for weapon rolls. And for I definitely yeah. hear you about that, but my counter to that no. is I got twenty six uh, witch queen engrams in my in, in my uh, in my cache right now. That yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, that I'm just sitting on waiting for when when the yeah. Hits no, the I feel border. I feel you on that, and, and so I can only get I can only go for chess pieces so many times without right. having so it's, the, having right. The it's very much like I I hear you about the loot floor, but like. At the very least, if you're gonna give me like, there needs to be one the, chase weapon, right? Like, and the thing is, like, other than the the, the scout rifle, because like, cool guy made a video on it, and I agree with him that the scout rifle's kind of goaded for void shit because Duma Chelchus is not everyone's cup of tea. I, what I, I, does uh, the what's the scout? Because I don't watch a lot. Shock horror. I don't watch a lot of Destiny content creators. I think I've watched you guys more than I've watched anybody else in the past couple of weeks. Well, I, I feel what, great. What, what, what can what what is on the on the scout rifle? So the scout okay. rifle can can roll with. Like rapid hit and explosive payload, but it also can get destabilizing rounds. And like it, it, it very, it's, it's the same archetype as 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 um uh the Vogue scout rifle, but it hits like like super great in terms of. So it's like a one forty, I think it is in D two. I, I, I believe so. It's, I believe so. It's a it's a void precision frame. Yeah. Um, in the third column, it can roll with perpetual shoot the loot, uh, rapid hit, uh, no distractions. In the fourth column, uh, explosive load, uh, Adagio. <laughs> Uh, tr golden tricorn and destabilizing rounds. There, of course, there's a couple more. Some of the newer perks that came out this season. Yeah. But sorry, I'm so sorry, Cajun, but you said explosive load. 
And I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Look, I, I'm going to say explosive load is what I was using with uh, what I was uh, oh, Apex Predator last load, night. Okay. Explosive, by yeah, by part, the way, yeah. uh, freaking heads up. Start running bipod. I had Agreed. an absolute fucking blast with that last night in altar summoning and reconstruction with, bipod is sexy. So sexy. Is, is um, the trade off worth it now over um it's versus NBS Assassin though? So the people that do the number crunching, God bless y'all for doing this. Mm. They've been doing they've been doing the freaking Lord's work in mm. the the difference between bait and switch. And freaking just on the rocket alone, just on the rocket launcher alone. Okay. Right. Not, that's not taking in uh, rotation and abilities and all that jazz. Yeah. Bait and switch versus bipod is very minimal. It's about seven, seven K difference total damage. Wow. Three K difference on the DPS. Yeah. So that's seven K in favor of bipod three K in favor of bait and switch. Mm. That's how much of a difference is. So, so bipod is out damaging bait and switch. Yes, right. But in DPS terms, it means what you can pump out in a yeah. in a specific amount of time. Bait and switch does do better. Now, that's not like I said. That's not taking into account supers abilities as yeah. well as rotations that you would do under a normal bait and switch. Mm. So it's possible in the hands of a skilled player, bait and switch is still going to outperform and do better than someone using. Uh, yeah. Uh, bipod, bipod. But, but for ease of use for new light players and bipod hands players, down. Yes. bipods hands down. So there's options now for Agreed. players. Yeah. And Apex Predator right now is the king of freaking legendary rockets. At this point, mm. Hothead is not as good as it used to be. No, but it's But you better see me in a Cali farm tomorrow night. But um, and but I wanted to say real quick, uh, so Numlock's over the Twitch chat. He said, Chase weapons should be in high-level content, dungeons, raids, and trials. Look at uh, the Witch Queen forbearance was weapon. So here's the thing. True. I, I, I agree with that statement. But at the end of the day, if we're going to get these really amazing horde modes with the seasonal content, which, to be fair, my hot take is that this horde mode should have, like, a standardized version where, like, it never leaves the game, whether it's hive-themed or whatever themed it is. This horde mode, like, I think it should be, like, here. here's my hot take. Bring back Mercury. Bring back the Infinite Forest. Make it be altars permanently. Like, that's all you need to do. Like, literally just make Infinite Forest be the new altars after mm. this season, after the new expansion, and just let this form of content stay in the game in the Infinite Forest. It'd be fine. Like, and then on top of that, every season, there's a chase weapon you will get from altars or vexing, whatever the hell you want to call it. And, like, that's the theme. Because if they, because I've been saying this the longest, and the biggest problem with seasons is if you give us great content, but lack of loot... There's no reason to go into the great content. If you give us hmm. great loot and shitty content, people are only going to go into the shitty content for as long as they have to and never come back. Yeah. Like, 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 like that's, the, that's the biggest trade-off. If you give us both, we will stay in the content, we will keep grinding the content, and you will see your, your, your player numbers go up. Yeah. That's what, that's what Bungie needs to figure out is giving us good content and good loot because it is a looter shooter. You need to give yeah. us not like busted loot, but loot worth chasing. Hell, I saw a freaking uh, Frostbolt be like, oh my God, a strand hand cannon. But if you look at that strand hand cannon's perk pool, it's garbage. 
Like, mm. if the straight ahead kid, it would have been packing some heat, not crazy heat, but some heat, it would have been worth the chase. So it's like, it very much is that kind of situation where you need some stuff to chase when it comes to the seasonal content, especially when they give us this top tier horde mode like altars, but there's mm. four guns, four or five guns. Like, and on top of that, the perk pools are pretty non-existent. That's my biggest problem. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. How many times has Bungie either nerfed, changed, or reworked a perk mm, that used fair. to be in the freaking meta, and now we look back and we're like, oh, shit, this is now freaking better than what we're freaking using, but we don't have access to it anymore, you know? Mm. And especially now with crafting, this is why it's one of those points where I would say no matter even if you hear, you know, I'm going to say this Joe Blow content creator saying that these weapons aren't worth grinding for. To me, it's still worth grinding for because we don't know how the meta is going to change from True. now to season 23 to final mm. shape, etc. Mm. Right. And then later on, we're finding out, oh, the meta shifted uh, with freaking, um, you know, don't quote me, you know, final shape. Oh, it's machine gun meta. And right. we're sitting on a freaking yeah. machine gun right now. And all of a sudden, the perk pool is looking a little bit bigger, a little bit better. And it's like, shit, we missed out. This is what this is where I would say, even if it doesn't look good, definitely grind the weapons, play the content, get the craft is done, at least get all your red borders. So that way, God forbid, if the meta changes, perks change, Whatever, mm. or Bungie decides, hey, we're gonna go back to some of these old weapons and add in a couple extra perks. It might, might just make that. I, I, I agree it, with it, you. It, it might, might make it, it from old and busted to new hotness. Okay, Men in Black too, but um, but like <laughs> um, <laughs> but like um, I, I see what you're saying. But then my brain immediately goes back to we just talked about the Beyond Light weapons. Beyond light weapons are still sitting there. And who like other because other than the true vanguard, no one's using high high albedo. No one's using that that solar auto rifle. And hell, up until Witch Queen weapons, well not Witch Queen, uh, last Witch weapons were craftable. Like like I think it was I, I think it was Datto or or, uh, or someone who said it recently, no one touched Apex Predator before the rework. It now was one of the worst weapons in Last Wish. Everybody and their mama wants it, despite Last Wish being one of the longest braids of history. Like, everybody wants it now. And it's like, there was a point where Dada was making videos cleaning out people's vaults, and they're like, why do you have an Apex Predator? Get rid of that. Like, there, yeah. there's certain... There's certain like, now, I, I will agree with crafted weapons. I was the biggest proponent when, when Lightfall was about to come out that, like, you need to get your crafted weapons done. You need to get these done now. You don't know when Bungie's going to give it back to you. Get these crafted weapons done. Like, because that was the thing with uh, last season... When everyone was like, oh my god, overload trace rifle. We don't have any legendary trace rifles. I was walking around with all with all three colors. Like I was Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. You couldn't touch me. <laughs> I had I had I had all of them done. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was walking around with my freaking uh cannon brace build. I had Monte Carlo in one hand and the uh the serif the serif shield trace rifle in the other hand. You couldn't tell me nothing. Cause I put the work in. Hell. You just saw me uh, the past couple of days uh, off off stream where I, the one the one weapon that I didn't grind for last season was the sword, but everyone's like, "Hey, the strand sword's really good with, with Banner of War," which we're gonna talk about in a second. Uh, mm. But like, like go get the strand sword. Cool, Went and finally got that. That was the one thing I didn't get the, the crafted done for, and I regretted it. So I had to go get it done when deep dives are hard as hell to grind now. 
So it was like one of those things I had to go do. So the bit like I, I will agree with you about crafted weapons, but there's certain situations where like like because I've been saying for the longest time, I'm waiting like a bug for when Garden of Salvation becomes craftable. Because you ain't gonna see me for a couple of weeks. I'ma have uh, my prophet of doom crafted. I'ma have my Acure redemption crafted. Uh-huh. I'ma have I'ma have my auto rifle on nines. You about to see me never take a reckless oracle off. Like that, I, I've been waiting for Reckless Oracle to be meta for a hot minute. So it's like, like I like, I'm a, I'm a Garden of Salvation, like, 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 like whore. I, I love my garden, my garden. Like I will take mm. anybody through through a div run. I already have three div runs playing for next week. Like when Garden comes back, like I'm very much like I love me some Garden. Mm. So like I'm waiting because I've been saying for the longest time that Prophet of Doom is one step for being more powerful than Matador 64. The only thing that Bungie needs to do is fix that third column of, of perks. And we're yep. we're flying to the moon because of how like because I've taken profit to do into PvP and use slideways opening shot and it's great but I would prefer slide shot opening shot or like perpetual motion or threat detector you re, you reprise that shit oh look look at the sniper rifle everybody hates that sniper rifle but what if Bungie rolled out and said hey yo this thing has more gas than the last wish sniper rifle and everyone's like we gotta go fight sanctified mind we need the sniper rifle. People would go ballistic. I just hope they do that. They fix that final boss because that's some of the buggiest shit in the game right now. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You take a sunspot near that motherfucker, it's all bad. Like the amount of times that so my I'm I'm a void lock main as I've said. I have a build which I can solo. I can make so many moats on one side. The other person just needs to blink at one goblin and they've got 10 when they go back. Mm. The amount of times that I have been accidentally pulled prematurely or I've gotten someone else pulled prematurely for me saying pull me early is too damn high. You're right. Like, they how shoot the, like, my the, side and then they get pulled at the same. They're like, we didn't ask for a pull. We only got seven. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so quick. Right, like, like just volatility alone. If you truck, if you, like, I remember I chucked a freaking frisbee and I would come on the goblins do the sanctified mind one time, and just the volatility alone triggered his kneecap. And I was like, oh, all right, that, that doesn't make any sense, but all right. Hi, hi, Solar Hunter here, freaking throwing out my damn knives and scorching the freaking boss. Ooh. I can't tell you how many times I got freaking yelled at. And it's like, hey, I can't help it that my freaking knife decided to go freaking six ways to Sunday. I didn't freaking, even know, you know the status crotch. effects. Proc- it's like, the, what the hell? The oh, you know, all the, all the 3.0 stuff, uh, like procs, the sanctify mind. Like, but, but if you throw a stasis turret out near that motherfucker, stasis turret will just shoot at him the whole time, and it will open the portals. See, like, the thing is, I'm I'm a slut for Last Wish. I love Riven, and I will I will take anyone who asks me, I've never done Riven, I will take you through legit, and I will teach you that entire uh, rate, and I will make Riven, you love gross. it. Hey, legit I, Riven. Can't do n- it. I, I'm sorry. I'm leaving this podcast. Goodbye. No. <laughs> like, I, I, I will do the rest of the raid legit. I will do the rest of the raid legit. But, man, I got the time. Panda, to I have got to take you through a legit I, Riven because I love it. It is have, my I, favorite I, like, fight. You you think you think you're a slut for last wish? You should come meet my friend Ninja. She she will will tear will show you the truth and the way because she likes to she likes to, to trio last wish. That's how oh, much I she loves do, that. Raid. I couldn't do low man's anyway. Um, 
I am a slut for last wish. I have like, and when I go through, I tell the people, okay, okay, no volatile on Riven's eyes, no uh strand on Riven's eyes, no threadlings. I have the list memorized in my head of the things that can proc Riven's eyes. But what about my now. new fire tornado on Riven? Because my new fire tornado goes hard on Riven. We found Did that I, last I, week. I, uh, uh, I, I need to take a sh it's nearly 3 a.m. and I need to take a cold shower after this. I feel dirty. Um, <laughs> okay, no. so like, but, but no, I, I we definitely agree about that though because I want to I want to get I want to get yeah. to the, uh, the aspects and the new the new exotics real quick before we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Ooh. so 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 Bungie, y'all thought yo y'all were real slick making it making it a uh, helmet day or like, 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 like it was helmet day on the release of three new arm exotics. No, sir. <laughs> Your boy had every Titan exotic unlocked. I walked on the Neo Muna and saw me a Vex incursion and said, hey, yeah. yo, let's go. Got I me post... my new pirate. And the, so I was going to make a I was going to make a TikTok about this. and I didn't. So if you if you listen to an old TikTok I made uh, like earlier in the year, someone had made a prompt of if you could make a new so uh, like, like a new solar uh, uh, super for Titan, what would you do? I had the greatest idea. Just make just make one fire tornado that, that that gives Titans a new burst DPS super beside Thundercrash. And you that just take the animation from the planet's boss. From the planet's boss from Rune Nightmares, mm. and you make it be the Burning Mall super. And what does Bungie do? They go, Hey yo, big man, we can't we can't make it a new super, but we'll give it to you in an exotic. And I'm like, I've not played. I, I just with that. got the ma I just got the gauntlets like half hour before we went live. There was a Vex Strike Force, and I got them. I haven't used them yet. I've seen the video of mm. someone taking the first. Granted, it's Grasp of Avarice. The bosses have less health than a fly. I've, I've <laughs> the video of someone dropping that first boss's health to half with one hammer, and I'm like, what the fuck? So sexy. The thing does so sexy. three Love times it. damage. Than a curious mm. three, three, three of those titans. Actually, no, it was four. It was four of those titans baked ribbon with that tornado, and I was Ugh. like, "Holy shit!" Like I've been asking for this for so long, and granted, people have been doing some different texts, like adding some those apps and different things like to make to make it more busted. But it's like mm. you shouldn't need that. It should just be busted on its own. But I'm so thankful that finally there's a reason to run Solar Titan in, PV in high end PVE content because man, I was getting really annoyed. I, I was making video after video going like, I, I need this. I need some more gas in my Solar Titan. I'm tired of not having a good like DPS super. We need mm. this. And Bungie, I want my check. I want my check. <laughs> I want it right the motherfucker now. I had thought of this months ago. I want my check. I, and I need it. But like so yeah, it's like solar solar like solar uh, titans are rejoicing. Um warlocks have too many void souls and we have a problem. There is a shortage the, 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 no, there, okay. the, the, there there is an excess. I am not I'm not a warlock main, but holy crap, no. We do not have enough void boys freaking running with us to freaking destroy the freaking world. Boys. Okay. You have too many I, void boys. I was fucking I've been having an absolute blast with Briar Bind. Okay, I was doing that on stream earlier today mm. in freaking Lightblade Nightfall, and yes, I enjoy it. I love it. And don't even get me started on freaking Pyrogale, okay? I took that in freaking Altar Summoning. That's an absolute freaking blast as well. Right. Mm. Um, I have not gotten a chance to freaking tweak and mess around with the freaking um the Hunter, the Hunter. Exotic yet. 
That was what I was saying. So I, I played around with it for a little bit, and hunt, the hunters are going to have some fun, I think. I think it's really cool that hunters can just be like, hey, yo, here, here's, a mo- here's a moth, here's a moth, and have fun with it. And like the way you can literally just like heal your teammates or like get revenge on people is so much fun. I love but it. But it so also much. interacts with the new uh, exotic that I was we got. Say, doesn't it have like a unique thing with Xterus? Yeah, yes. I believe so, yeah. So you can get double the freaking moss, and I'm like, yes, moss for days. I, I love exotics that interact with weapons in unique ways like that. I think that right. it's, it's such a nice thing, and we need more of them. I'm sorry, it's. Oh, you're fine. I agree with you. Um, so, so then, nice. So, so then, let's move on to the strand crisis of 2023 for us oh, for a God. second. Mother. So, um, so hunters got Beyblades, and hunters got some like their, their Beyblades are fun. That's fine. Like, like hunters got like hunters were kind of cooking last season with 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 the, with the shadow clone jutsu. So hunters didn't need that much gas, which is fine. Warlocks, y'all already been turned off. What's a fucking raid bosses? <laughs> but it's like stupid. literally, y'all were rolling into trials and seven and, and, and seven uh winning like like five zero nonstop. Like literally, you were taking nine, like 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 ninety percent. Like nothing could kill you. Like it was insanity. A tower bombs crying in chat, <laughs> but, but but it's like, hey, I the understand only, that Bungie's the like, only hey, yo, way this is to a stop, problem. The only way to stop them was either stasis or to hit them back with strand. That yep. was mm-hmm. it. Hell, there was a build that uh that Azracross tried on screen on on stream where someone said, hey yo. Use there's no time to explain and make a time warp, buddy, and then do it. And, <laughs> and, dog, and dog was walking around with, with a freaking turret, just walking around killing people. In, and, you don't even need to fucking phantom. play Crucible anymore. You just have the game play it for you. Exactly, like just fully automated. And like I, I understand, like I get what where Bungie's heads at. Make cool stuff, but then it's like maybe we made it a little too much fun. Yeah, like, like, you it's freaking a- broke it. It broke the game. I'll admit, I haven't had chance to play with Weave Walk yet because the fucking loadouts are down, and I can't remember my strand, lo- uh, my strand build. Lo- love nor money. Hey, but hey, the first minute world problems, that the problem, the yeah. minute that they're turned on, you you best fucking know that I'm because at the minute I've got some kind of half cross between threadling and suspend build, which is doing okay, right. but. I, I want to fuck with Weave Walk. I want to I wanna play with the hotness. I, I, okay. I, I won't lie. I won't lie. That whole loadout situation has reminded me that mm. I have a backup to everything. And yeah. FYI, I started well, rebuilding all my stuff on Dim mm-hmm. just so that when we <sighs> do get the loadouts back in game, I can you know sit there and say, hey, make this an in-game loadout. Right. That's yeah. cool. And here's my hot take with that real quick, though. Um, for anybody, I saw a lot of new lights the past like 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 week like week or so complaining about loadouts being down. And here's my thing: y'all are sounding like so, like 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 a, like a child who just had their iPad taken away. Y'all don't like, know how good you have it. Like y'all don't know oh. how good you used to have it. I, I I said on stream the other night. Do y'all remember when we couldn't even open our 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 maps in the tower in D one? Remember Do you remember could... where you where, where yeah. you had to wait for loading times from like, out, out of hell? Do again. you remember when Dim wasn't even a thing? Like I remember, re- I've been taking friends again through D one recently, and the amount of things I've had to tell them is like, okay, where are you on the map? There's no map. There's no map. There's no map. Like, 
Like, just, just, like, like you know how, how slow Sparrows used to be before freaking everyone had always on time? Like, yeah, we yeah. used to have it so bad. And people were like, like, I remember the API went down last season. And everyone's like, oh my god, the API's down! Like, just go to the tower, dog. Go grab your shit. It, it's, it's that fine. meme with the people on the on the hang the hangman just, like, first time? Right, like, first time? Like, we're like, <laughs> we're like we've, we've been here. We've done that. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. It's like, everyone's freaking out. It was just, like, blew my mind. And, like, for me, I just went to orbit. Put my dim on, went back in, no problem. Mm. Right now, like the old, the only build that I, I I need to remake at this point is my freaking Thundercrash build. That's like five seconds of work. Like I ain't worried about that. Yeah. I'll pop in a D two armor picker, put it back together, and be done with it. So it's, yeah. I'm, I'm very much at this point where it's like y'all don't know how how good y'all have it. Y'all need to get like 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 I sound like an old person, but it's like I've been here for the past ten years. I know the hustle. I know the grind. It ain't that big of a deal. Mm. I think on, mm. I, I think if they they can't figure out loadouts before the day one raid, some people are gonna be a little bit. Soft. Salty. But other than that, we've done the hustle before. We didn't have loadouts a, 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 yeah. few, a few seasons ago. Who cares? We, we've we've been here. We've we've struggled before. I used to have every exotic on every on, on all my all, all, all my site mm. ready to go for any emergency because I didn't know what was up. There was a point where I had one standardized armor set, and then I would sub in a, 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 a uh, like before the three I had mm. a standardized armor set that I that was like damn near triple one hundreds on everything that I would stand I would like summon an exotic, summon yeah. an exotic, roll with it, roll tide. That's all you had to do. So I think people are a little bit entitled and need to give Bungie time Bungie time to cook. Let them cook, let them figure their shit out, and we'll be back soon. Have a great day. That's, 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 that's how I feel about okay. that. Going and Jen. speaking and speaking about letting Bungie cook, a bungee. Okay, I love you. I talk a lot of good about you. But give me my fucking aspects already, okay? I've been bugged hmm. since freaking okay, the season yeah. launch, okay? Yeah, Seriously, yeah, and that was BS, that, yeah. and that was BS. There was a glitch that happened where we, went, where me and Cajun and, and a clan mate went into the uh, the mission, and he pressed the thing, and, it, and his, his quest didn't progress. So he oh. can't access any of the aspects, and man's been salty about it. So Dude, I, I I've been so freaking ripped because I'm hearing everybody talking about the freaking aspects and I'm like I can't even freaking touch it and I'm a content creator. Like like like, 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 like warlocks think you got it bad. Cajun can't even play with y'all. Like Cajun can't oh. like, like Cage is the real one who's like first time because I've he's not fully even heard off. of that glitch before. That's awful, dude. Excuse me. That's down. Let, let, and now I, now Bungie mm. has acknowledged the issue on the forums and right. that mm. there is a small percentage of the uh of the community that this is affecting. And yeah. while they haven't come out and said said it, a lot of people are suspecting that next week. When we get the next audio, we should be able to roll in. But it's like at this point, God effing help me. If I don't have mm. it before day one raid, I'm going to be pissed. Right. Mm. Now, let, Titans, it's time to rejoice. All right. I'm, 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 I'm putting <laughs> on, my flag on. down I'll, here. I'll, 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 I'll let you cook. I'll let you cook in a second. I, right. I, especially because Quad King just rolled into, 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 the, into the TikTok chat. But... Titans, <laughs> it's time to rejoice because finally we get to raise our banners high for the banner of war is here. We finally I get to rejoice. A huge man... issue with banner of war. I have one huge issue with banner of what's war. Your, what's your issue? What's your issue? I'm taking y'all. I'm again. Shout out to Rune, who is my heel lock. I'm throwing y'all back to 12 months ago. Okay. Solar 2.0. 
Solar Warlock was the best healing build in the game. It was glorious. Pair right. Lumina with it. You were the best buff and debuff in the game. Solar 3.0, they didn't just kick Warlocks in the dick. They pulled off our testicles and wore them as earrings. Now what the <laughs> are they doing? They're taking those testicles and using them as pool balls, giving Titans the best healing build in the game. Where is my respect for Solar Warlocks? Where is my respect? Yeah. Yeah. I can only do so much with healing nades, Bungie. You gave yeah, yeah. Titans Brigitte's ultimate from Overwatch. I'm fucking losing my mind here. I can only do so much with fucking Boots of the Assembler and healing nades. Please, Bungie. Oh, my Lance. Ayo, Ayo, Dan John. You're officially part of the podcast now because this is great. I need this. Yeah, thank time. you very much. Uh, Checks but, uh, in the mail. But like, no, um, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's like, hey, we're all on a team here. Like some people are Lucio's. Some people are, 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 are like, some people are, are uh, the new chick. Some people are uh, fucking Mercy's. But some people are Brigitte's. I'm a Brig main as well. Game. This hurts me so much. I'm a Brig main. I hate this. <laughs> So let let's explain real quick, for, like especially because my sister just rolled in the chat and she has no idea what's going on. So, um, for those who don't know, the new Titan Strand aspect, Banner of War. Ha I'm gonna read it real quick because I'm gonna make sure I, I, I like I'm gonna make sure I quote this right. Because man, oh man, it, it is beautiful and I love it so much. And I, I know I know Dan John is salty. No, it's I, I, fun as hell. So, don't so, get me wrong, but so defeat uh, a target with the melee attack finisher or sword to raise a banner of war that pulses with energy periodically healing nearby allies and increasing melee and sword damage targets defeated by you or nearby allies charge uh, uh, charges your banner increasing the speed of the pulses up to times four and a, uh, a ta like a tattered banner has a little like, little like lore thing so here's what it doesn't tell you it affects your it, it, it's uh your healing as well it doesn't say that but it does it heals you it heals your teammates it heals your mama it heals everybody <laughs> and, it, and, it, and like you're sitting there this shit's like, so good it healed my emo my emotional trauma what <laughs> the fuck yeah. like, I, remember, I remember i went to a deep dive the, the other night and i like because like, like, i was getting i was trying to farm the sword and i went to a deep dive and I had like I took two like two or newer players with me, and I'm like, "Hey, yo, just roll with me. We got this." And like they had so much healing, I'm just running through, having a great time, and I'm just like, "Hey, this is a great ability. This has a lot of potential." But I I I, I, I understand people's concerns that it's a little bit overpowered. I think where the where the nerfs gonna happen. They're gonna three take man it down. riven. That's all I'm gonna say. You know. So what happened was a group, a, a group of three different uh, titans used Banner of War and rolled up and so and like in three man riven with it, and it's like Ugh. that's a concern. So I understand the concern a little bit. I think if anything, they're gonna have to drop it similar to what they did with um, Star Eater scales, where instead of like times eight, it's times four now. I can see them mm. going from times four to times two and just try to level it out a little bit. Because I understand the concerns. I think it's like this is sort of a, a similar situation as um, the Warlock aspect, where Bungie has some great ideas, 
but man is a little bit busted. But at the same time, I don't want them to go too hard in the paint with it. I don't yeah. want them to go, hey, let's go to the other extreme and nerf it into the ground. Because look what happened with Suspend. They went too over the curve. Mm. That everyone's yeah. like, hey, we're going to go play with Banner of War now, like we're freaking Andy and Toy Story, and not have to worry about this, because <laughs> this man got nerfed. So now it's like, hey, don't nerf it too much, because now we're going to be Andy with a new toy. Like, let us, like, normalize, reach a neutral ground where this can thrive in the endgame meta, and mm. relax and not have to be too overpowered because right now i'm like praying to god like let me get to day one let me get to day one let me roll through lanterns with a giant green banner and if, have if fun you're, if you're expecting banner of war to be active for day one that is some mad fucking I, I, have, him, dude. I have faith i have i faith. think that okay. shit is getting turned I, I off have i have subscribed to the church of the banner of war and i have faith that we All will right. reach day so, one right <laughs> So the uh, thread, the the thread walker, whatever the freaking aspect for warlock, mm. I could see that absolutely the reason why they disabled that, and they're gonna fix it. Hopefully, right. they're gonna deliver it back before um before day one. Yeah. Right. Now, as far as banner, I'm expecting them to do an adjustment mm. on Tuesday, and I would yeah. not be surprised. I don't see it Tuesday. Um, I feel like it'll be a couple of weeks. I feel like it'll be a couple like they, like, like like hell. Even okay. Blackburn kind of baited uh, Paul Tassie with it on, on on Twitter. He's like, "I'm waiting for you to okay. make an article about this." I feel like Blackburn knows is a little turned. No, up. no. Oh, I feel yeah. like Blackburn, Blackburn knows. Black, Blackburn is starting to keep a pulse on the freaking community. Yeah, mm -hmm. and this is and this is where I'm pretty sure that when they started coming out with the freaking videos and stuff, Blackburn went to his team and said, "Hey, uh, we might need to get this adjusted," and I mean that's why we saw the uh, Warlock aspect get freaking disabled. Mm -hmm. I, mm. I, I want to say fairly quickly, especially considering uh, Trials. Right. Um, like, so, right when it happened, a couple people did go flawless with it. Like It did happen. So yeah. Yeah. I understand the concern with that. So, like I said, I either Tuesday or Thursday, I'm expecting a freaking yeah. adjustment. Just let um, me get to day one. Just let me get to day one. If we, if, okay, I'm going to tell you right now. If we get to day one, Crota Raid, with that aspect untouched, guarantee to you, swords are going to be the meta oh, to yeah. go roll through that son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. And oh, at yeah. that point, have at it. Freaking laments all day. You, you, uh, you, I, I guarantee if Bungie does not touch Banner of War, you will see Salter Grippo and his whole squad on Banner of War. I don't give a, I'm I don't su give a crap. I'm surprised. I, I don't follow certain people who are damage resist elitists in this community. Have they tweeted anything about Banner of War so, yet? So one thing that I did see is Salter Grippo did speak, speak out a little bit. He said, I don't think the the perk is busted. I think the problem still is um uh uh freaking uh woven mail because they did no. nerf woven mail a little bit where it went yeah. from like I think it was like sixty five to fifty or like sixty something to fifty five uh, damage resistance, and he still said that sells that says that's too high. No, because I, I, I cause like like cause here's the thing. I think the problem and premise with Banner of War is that you can couple it with with woven mail. If they mm. came out and said, hey, you can't couple these two things together, or if they said, hey, you have less woven mail if you have Banner of War, that would be the compromise. Or if they just lowered woven mail more than 55 damage resist, similar to what they did with Resilience, where it's less than that, that would sort of like 
could like fix the problem a little bit, which I kind of agree with because like it does seem kind of busted because Dado made a whole video where he's, where he's mm. even said the opening where it's like, I don't know how to die anymore. And yeah. that, that's a that's a valid like like statement because I remember when Laura Lee uh, was super busted for a while when it first came out. There was a point where we were doing Kingsfall and Sherpa and Kingsfall. I had to take the helmet off to die. Yeah, like what? Like I I, I, I survived a white mechanic one time because of Laura Lee when it first came out. Like what? I, yeah, like when when when, when uh, Oryx does the giant explosion, I survived it, and I was like. Fucking hell! So like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I I could I could see I could see Bungie going, "Hey, we're gonna crank back woven mail, but let Banner of War thrive." I can see that. So, I think Banner of War has it's the thing with Strand is it had no way to keep yourself alive. Agreed. And I don't mean no way to take less damage. Woven mail out the ass. What I mean is like void walk, uh, void. You have devour with solar. You've got restoration and cure, etc. They have their their kit is baked into self survivability and self replenish replenishment. Mm -hmm. That's not in arc. That's not in stasis. That's not in strand. Arc and stasis. I could be shown wrong. I don't play them as much. Right. But with strand, there that was the major weakness of strand was there was no way to really just self heal yourself apart from rift on warlock, right? And it's adding that to strand titan, which is giving them a huge niche in the end game space by ha by being this mobile healer, mm. and I think it's an important niche to fill. It again, it was it was the major setback of using strand, and now that hole has been filled. I'm glad it exists as it's much as my rant earlier. Yeah, it needs tuning back. I, like you said, either reduce it from times for the times three, maybe make it so like, I don't know, with this, like, make it so like they say, with this aspect equipped, you can own uh, you and others affected by woven mail only have it for five seconds. Right. Or like something some, like that. I, I think five would be a little too much because that 30 right now, you can replenish it. I think like like, like, like 20 or 15. No, I mean break. woven mail now down oh, to right, five right, seconds. Right, right, right. Okay, like, fair enough. time in half. And like, I think, I, and, well, because one, I definitely agree with you because one thing that I had said for a long time that the tank class of Destiny was missing because that's what Titans are, that the tank class of Destiny. Yeah. The one thing that we were missing was a Reinhardt shield level type thing where we could mobile carry uh, carry people to victory. Yeah. And like, because like, I said for a long time, hey, yo, fuck Ursa Furiosa. Let me carry my bubble around. Like, mm. let me be a mobile bubble for a hot minute as like an alternate super. And then they go, here's Banner of War. I'm like, I'll take it. Like, so. like instead, of, instead of Reinhardt Brigitte, fine, we'll make it work. Like, I I enjoyed the concept. I think it's a great way to play into that fantasy. And yeah. I, I, but I, like, like, and the thing is, I'm over here hyped. I'm over here, like, I'm, I'm part of the church. I'm, I'm in the church. But, like, I'm willing to admit, we can turn down a little bit, but I don't want there to be a Laura Lee situation where we have to nerf the entire subclass just because we had a cool idea. Where we mm. said, hey, guys, we're going to get rid of Sun Warrior. What? 
Y'all didn't give two shits about Sun Warrior before Loralee came out. Why are we getting rid of Sun Warrior, Bungie? Now Solar Titans, all we do is heal. We can't do anything else anymore, Bungie. You took away Tempered Metal and Sun Warrior, Bungie. What's going on, Bungie? I don't want to be a heal bot anymore on Solar. Like, because on Strand, it makes sense. We're a mobile unit. We're, we're like, we're mm. constantly slashing and doing this cool thing. So us carrying our team to victory makes sense. But with solar, we're supposed to be destruction. We're supposed to be burning things, throwing our hammer, being the sunbreaker. I remember when, when Taken King came out and the sunbreaker like, 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 is giving you that speech. I'm like, I'm burning. I'm ready to fight. So when they got mm. rid of Sun Warrior, my heart was like, man, I, I ain't burning like I used to. And it just feel like not now with these now with, with these new gauntlets, I'm burning. But like other than that, it doesn't feel like with solar anymore that we're cooking. Hell, they even uh, buffed, buffed, I say, I should say, um, Hollow Fireheart this past season. My pitch for Hollow Fireheart a couple of episodes ago was just give it Sun Warrior. Like, because the whole the whole argument against Sun Warrior before was Lorelei could activate Sun Warrior on demand. So, okay, cool. Give it to Hollow Fireheart. Hollow Fireheart makes you have to work for the Sunspot because you can't just activate it off of Lorelei. Perfect compromise. It makes Hollow Fireheart meta. It makes it not be a, a, a bad clone of, of Heart of It Most Light, mm -hmm. and it lets it thrive. Make it be the Sun Warrior chess piece, and it would make it niche and make it fun, have a great time. But they didn't do that. They, they, they gave it half of, of, of Sun Warrior, where they said, hey, if you shoot somebody in a sunspot, you make another sunspot. And it's like, mm -hmm. you couldn't include the damage buff too, Bungie? Like, really? You couldn't, you couldn't do that for me? I, whatever. So that's my whole rant about that. I, I, I think <laughs> there's a lot of potential here. But I'm worried. I'm worried. Bungie might overextend the way they've done previously, where they nerf it too hard. That's my one concern with this: is they might overdo it too much. So just crank the knob a little bit back, Bungie. Don't do it too much. You have a really good thing here. Like, like, like I hate to say this, but listen to Blizzard for once. Don't nerf Brigitte too much. Let Brigitte thrive in the meta for a little bit before you turn it down. Like. Let let it ride, but don't but don't let it ride for too long. Is what I'm saying. Mm. So I will say this on Bungie's behalf: if you look okay. at their track record recently, not overall, but recently, Bungie's been doing a damn good job as far as making slight adjustments. They've been right. refraining from the overreaction. They disable when necessary, and that I'm I'm one one percent behind. Disable it, take it out if it's freaking so OP that it causes problems, mm -hmm. and then make the adjustments. Hopefully, you don't nerf it to the damn ground. And I'll be honest, the Bungie I've been seeing since I returned has been really receptive and really understanding of not nerfing stuff to the ground. So mm -hmm. if they can keep that up, I got faith in it. But they nerf right. they they nerf banner to the ground, then at that point it's like, well shit. Like you have a cool car, and like Numlock just said in chat, all the all the aspects are are, are really strong. I disagree because look at Fletcher Storm. Fletcher Storm ain't that hot. Like you, you can you can dick around with it in a, in a striker. You can dick around with it in strikes a gambit. You take you take Fletcher Storm into a GM, it ain't doing too much. Like I, I, okay. I'll be the first one to say. All right, even I'm with the, say... even with the sever buff, I, I don't think it's gonna be that hot of a thing. Okay, because look what happened. No one said anything about Fletcher Storm last season, but everyone's talking about Banner of War. Like okay. Banner of War with Fletchet Storm and synth Syntheseps. Oh, okay. That has been a freaking nuts combination. I've seen a couple people touched on. I okay. sort of that. 
Okay. Uh, I, yeah, say, I would have ended the frame more, so I got to understand. That, that one was like, I was like, wait, how the hell does that work? And then, like I said, the gears start turning. I was like, oh. Like I said, Fletchett was not as good as it could have been last season. But right. now with Banner of War and the right setup, absolutely. Okay, I might have to play with here. it. I might have to play yeah. with it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So I think we we've definitely like touched on a lot of great things about 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 like all the everything that's going on. Um mm-hmm. just so everybody knows, we will not have a new episode next week. Obviously, we moved the schedule of the podcast to today because I had some family issues going on. But next week is the day one raid. Me, Cajun, and some of our clanmates will be doing the day one raid. We won't be doing the, we won't be doing the race. We're just going for the emblem. We will be streaming that here live here on Twitch and on TikTok, so you'll be able to see that. But in terms of like a podcast, we won't have. We will be back the following week where we will be having Dirty Terminator on uh, for that episode. She will be coming by, hanging out with Ooh. us. So definitely get ready for that. So uh, obviously, uh, Dan John, you see how the show ends every week. What is your closing statement for this episode? Since you are our guest. Uh, I think it's just trust Bungie. A a lot of the discourse over the last few months has been people saying they don't trust Bungie or they don't have faith in this game. And every year, Bungie pulls it out around this time of year and shows us why we should trust them. And I see no reason to not trust them. We played this game for nine years. We keep coming back. We're, We're talking on a fucking podcast about it. We we obviously love this game. We trust Bungie. I think more people. I think if anything, this week more people should trust Bungie. In the dark times, Bungie will always pull it out. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Alchemy, you've been very quiet this episode. What is your closing statement for this episode? That next week is probably going to be one of the most reviving parts of the season since it is great okay 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 cage mr wise man how, how are how are you feeling there uh what, what is your closing statement after the showcase it definitely reminded me of all of the good times that i've had with the destiny with destiny franchise as a whole and mm. seeing the things that they're bringing to the table next uh next expansion and what they're putting in place in the next uh this season as well as next it gives me a bit more faith with Bungie like I said you know it's enough to where it's like hey you got me for another year how Bungie moves on from here what their plans as far as content and continuing to involve Destiny 2 because if you missed it in the showcase they said they're planning to continue Destiny 2 for years. Right. Okay. That's alongside all their other games that they're working on and building. So my faith is right now still with Bungie. Am I going to be critical about them and some of their decisions, but at the same time, critical of the community mm-hmm. about how they're how they how they push some of their arguments concerning uh Bungie and Destiny 2? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, look. If you want to be critical of them, be critical of them about what you're upset a bit. You're upset about PvP? Okay, let them know. I'm not happy about this. If you're attacking them with some BS argument that you got from your daddy's Facebook from freaking mm. your uncle twice removed or some other crap, mm. it's like, no, no. Present factual evidence. Present actual freaking research. 
mm-hmm. before you go attacking them. It's yeah. e- it's one thing to say, hey, I'm not happy with how the P- state of PvP or Gambit or whatever is, and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You know, state your state your opinion. But if you can't back it up with, if you're going to attack them through some other means that's mm. basically misinformation or lies, right? Dude, you're making you you're you're destroying your you're destroying your feedback. Fair yeah. But absolutely what I will say, Bungie does need to do better about the Gambit situation. The PvP community has its eyeballs locked on you, Bungie, as far as, you know, the state of PvP, especially in the next couple of seasons and into final shape. Right. And then how you react with producing better, more consistent content and how you communicate with the community Definitely, we're going to be holding you to that letter because we mm. want the communication, you know, but at the same time, community, turn down the knob. Exactly. Turn down the salt. Right. Okay. Give Bungie a chance. And if you don't want to give them a chance, bye. Exactly. So I, I, for mine, I, I for my closing statement, I, I definitely want to echo what what um, Cajun is saying because if you look at the two, the only like the two best interactions I've seen have a dev with a, a member of the community happen this past two weeks, where you saw, um, great Grenadier Jake from the PvP community holler at Joe Blackbird. And Joe Blackburn have a, a nice civil conversation. Granted, it, it came off tone deaf to some people, but at the same time, it was still a conversation that was greatly had and was appreciated mm. by the community that he spoke to us. It was healthy. It was respectful. Yep. They did it right. Then you have Evan F. Evan F went up and was like, hey, are we going to uh, like see the continuation of reprise stuff come back, especially with Final Shape coming out? Will we still see more reprise content come back to the game? And Joe Blackburn gave sort of like a very wordy explanation, but it was still respectful and greatly well done. We will see Bungie do great things. We will see Bungie respond in a healthy way, but we have to give them a chance. We have to actually like meet them at the at the at the halfway point and be like, "Hey, we're not happy, but at the same time, we understand the frustration." So that's sort of what we need to do is start coming at it in the best way possible. And I think those two examples are a great way of showing, "Hey, there is potential here. Let's build to something." So just give them some time. Let them cook a little bit, but also Bungie, while you're cooking, still pay attention. That's the biggest thing. Still pay attention while you're cooking. Don't let your stuff burn. Let people know that you hear them because otherwise Mm. it's going to be a bad vibe for everybody. That's where I want to leave that. So we will be back uh, in two weeks. We'll have a brand new episode for you folks. Uh, However, one more thing. On Friday, the day of the raid, right as we are going live, we will be dropping our brand new merch drop. Because one thing we want to do, whenever there's a new raid or a reprise raid or a a big event coming up, we want to make sure that we have brand new merch to signify that. We sort of missed Solstice because we were busy, we didn't have have time, but we want to make sure that we continue that tradition of having a a brand new design for that content coming up. We're working with a brand new artist, we're having some great things come out, and we will have a Craig the Dreg Crow 
Yoda merch drop. So make sure that you get ready for it. I already saw the sketches. It looks great. I'm hyped. So make sure you have shop.com pulled up for when the raid goes live because we will premiere that there and it will be amazing. So get ready for that, folks. We appreciate you being here. We will be back brand, uh, brand new next week. The, uh, the recorded version of the podcast will be available tomorrow. So make sure that you tune in for that. If you couldn't stay for everything, the recorded version will be available elsewhere and we will catch you next time. And catch you star side. Peace out. Eddie y'all. Bye.